1: Oh, Elon, Elon announced today that he's working with a bunch of grievance organizations to police hate speech and harassment on Twitter. Congratulations, the people who hate you, always hate you and are lying about you are still lying about you because even after this meeting, they're now ragging on him still saying he's unleashing hate, targeting underprivileged communities. So what a good waste of time that was. On top of this, Elon announced they're working with an organization that admittedly produced bots to interfere in an election. Hurting Republicans, of course. A lot of people pointed out it was gonna go like this because Elon's not firing one of the top people who was involved in censorship calling Trump supporters Nazis, this guy Yoel Roth. But here we go. Now Elon's coming out and saying, I'm getting attacked by the left and the right. That means I'm doing something good. And it's like, bro, you're getting attacked by everybody. Like, moderates are mad. It's not just conservatives, it's because independent voters, moderate, voters, whatever you want to call them, if they're voters, if that even matters in the culture war, that's, that's what, what matters more. Independents and Republicans are basically like, dude, we have been compromising endlessly. And the left keeps making demands. And Twitter kept giving into their demands. And now that Elon's in, he's like, I'm going to keep giving into the whiny demands. Okay, you know what, dude, I'm not paying for your garbage. I canceled Twitter blue. I'm not paying for it. If you're not going to reinstate people, There was one guy who got reinstated. Maybe we'll see more. I still think it's a net positive. But dude, if you're going to start working with grievance organizations and active election manipulators does not look like a good sign. So the moment you start fixing it, maybe then I'll consider paying. But we'll talk about that. I don't want to rant too much because we've also got, oh, man, the White House put out this boastful tweet about how they were uh, The Biden administration's leadership was resulting in a Social Security increase. And then it got fact checked by the community. Actually, that was Nixon and it was automatic and it was due to the insane inflation rate. So they deleted the tweet. They accidentally celebrated the fact that there's extremely high inflation under Joe Biden. Bravo. Major, major win there. So we'll talk about that. Plus, the new Real Clear Politics Projection. It has Republicans winning 54 Senate seats. New Hampshire has now flipped red, according to this projection. So we'll see. We don't know for sure. And Russia is saying the five nuclear powers are on the verge of war, and that's going to get really, really bad. I certainly hope not. So before we get started, head over to timcast.com. Become a member to support our work directly. As a member, you're keeping our journalists employed, and we really do appreciate it. You'll also get access to our exclusive uncensored members only shows. Those will go up. Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m. We'll have one of those for you tonight. You don't want to miss it. So don't forget to smash that like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. And also, big announcement, go to losingmymind.net. I'm not sure if it's working on mobile yet, but uh, this is the pre-save for the new song, Genocide, that we're releasing on Friday. If you take a look at that graphic, you might get a general idea of what the song's about. And I'll just leave it at that, because this is YouTube. But uh, again, losingmymind.net, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Deezer. I don't know what Deezer is. But you can pre-save it so that come Friday morning, you'll be able to listen to the song. We have a video that's going live Friday first thing, and I'm sure it's going to piss a lot of people off. But it's YouTube friendly. It's just, you know, directly mocking the people who are uh, manipulating and trying to lie, cheat and steal and, 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 you know, manufacturing a narrative as it were. So I'm really excited for this again. Losingmymind.net, which honestly I could not believe was actually available. And I got it for ten for fifteen bucks. That's amazing. So uh, super
2: cool. Joining us today to talk about this and so much more is Lord Miles. Hey guys. Who are you? Oh, my name's Lord Miles, and I travel to the most dangerous places in the world. So I've traveled to Afghanistan during the fall of Kabul, front lines of Ukraine and Kharkiv, uh, London, in some places, very dangerous places, really. So it's all around the world. I'll go anywhere. Right on. You actually have fake immigrant IDs that you were talking about. Oh, yeah. So that's crazy. So you found this at the border. Yeah. So I went to the Mexican border at Eagle Pass recently in Texas. And the situation's really bad down there, Tim. I mean, when I was on the, the Mexican side, there's hundreds of these IDs just littered around, left behind by migrants, because if they can't uh, see where they're from, they'll just send them back to Mexico and then they can try again to come into this country illegally uh, bypassing the real people that are doing it properly. So they have
1: fake IDs to oh, trick yeah. their way. And it's not just them walking through, it's them manufacturing fake documents, yeah,
2: even manufacturing or bribing the police. are very people that wow. our governments are funding to actually protect our borders as well. So it's a terrible situation Tim, Right on. We'll talk about all that too.
1: We got Luke Redkowski of we are change hanging out.
3: Hey guys, interest rates are up. So I decided to wear my banker t-shirt to help people <laughs> uh, understand what a banker is with, the, with the true definition. Uh, saying that a banker is, quote, a ruthless scumbag who will eat your lunch and then charge you for it. This <laughs> this is a great way to meet like-minded individuals. I met a couple bankers uh, wearing this shirt. Great conversations. And when you get this shirt, this is the main way that you support me and my efforts here. You could get the shirt on thebestpoliticalshirts.com. Thank you, know what, you again so much for having me. What
1: I love about banks is that when you're poor, they charge you. And when yes. you're rich, they give you money. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. amazing how that works, isn't it? It's
4: crazy because it's they're using your money to invest. It's like a big pyramid scheme. And if you're if you're invested in the pyramid, they want to reward you for getting into it.
2: Good to see you, Miles. Oh, thank you. Uh, you were in Afghanistan, too. Yeah, yeah it I was, was lovely. Nice little lads holiday, I guess. What? Ukraine as well.
4: Yeah, yeah. Better London sometimes. I want to go deep into all this and hear about the last year or so of what you've been up to. Thank you, of course. Um, also, I second Tim's statement about getting pre-ordering Genocide, the song. It's incredible. I worked on it. Um, it was really fun to make. He's got the best part in the music
1: video, to be yeah, honest.
4: Yeah, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. The <laughs> video's crazy. It's so wild. We just we made it. Uh, anyway, I won't spoil anything. Get ready for that song coming out Friday. Losingmymind.net.
5: I like it. You know? And, of course, I'm surger.com. Pleasure to meet you,
1: Miles. Looking forward
5: to the show. Thank
1: you, man. All right. So, our first story, ladies and gentlemen. Elon Musk says he met with Latino civil rights leader, but the organization says she's a rogue ex-employee. OK, uh, sure. In a separate statement, the leaders of the NAACP, the National Urban League and the National Action Network blasted Musk for unleashing the worst of human nature. You see, Elon, look, man, we were fans because you said you like the Babylon Bee because you pushed back on the establishment. And then the moment you get into Twitter, not even a week later, you go crawling to these organizations to try and and he tweets this out. To, to figure to t- let, let, let them know how we're going to be handling hate and harassment. And what do they do? They attack you for it. Twitter owner Elon Musk, I love, I love that that phrase, said early Wednesday that he spoke with the leaders of various civil rights groups about his efforts to combat hate and harassment. Except one organization said he met with a rogue employee who was fired last month. And another attendee blasted the mogul for unleashing the worst of human nature actually said that he unwittingly freed people to unleash the worst of human nature with communities of color and religious minorities bearing the greatest burden. So uh, bravo, Elon. He tweeted, talk to civil society leaders about how Twitter will continue to combat hate and harassment and enforce its election integrity policies. Ah, yes. What's that all about? You see, I'm actually blocked from seeing the tweet from this uh, Deresta woman. Joel Roth says we're staying vigilant against attempts to manipulate conversations about the 2022 midterms. Read on for independent analysis of our team's work. And he linked to a woman who is an executive, I believe she's she an ex- executive or some high ranking position, with new knowledge, an organization that was outed for creating bots for, for manufacturing or doing something. They sent them towards Roy Moore that the, so that the media would think he was being propped up by Russians. That's what this organization was doing, and Elon's consulting them on election integrity. Okay, I'll tell you what I think. The advertisers went to Elon right away and said we're pulling out. He said, "Wait, wait, wait! Like we're going to keep policing hate. Trust me, trust me. Don't leave. We need your money." And they said, "We don't care." Then he said, "Okay, fine. We'll charge twenty bucks." Then the left said, "Nope, we're out. We're not paying twenty bucks." He goes, "Okay, fine. Eight dollars. Eight dollars." And you know, we said we were like, "Okay, like if if." Under the assumption that Elon was going to fix the platform and do right by free speech and actual American values, I'll spend more than $8. Then Elon has the nerve to come out and be like, actually, we're going to combat hate with the very same grievance organizations that will never be satisfied. And why? If they are satisfied, they cease to exist. None of these people are going to come out and be like, my job here is done. Fire me because there's no more hate anymore. There will always be hate. If it's not a racial slur, it's the word groomer. So Elon Musk pandering to these people is a waste of our time. I'll tell you this. I am not going to spend any money. Elon, he comes out and he's like, it's going to be $8. Keep complaining. All right, bro. Look, I think there's a net positive here with you buying the platform. I'm not going to spend a penny. I canceled Twitter Blue. It was bad enough I had in the first place. I'm actually, the moment I saw he did this, I was like, okay, I'm giving them less money now. The moment he did this. So I'll tell you, if he releases the information on the DHS and how Twitter was colluding with the government. I'll, I'll, I'll pay eight bucks. But he's also got to free the political prisoners and fire the people who were involved in the Hunter Biden laptop scandal.
3: Yeah, this was disappointing because he kind of tweeted it like he was bragging about it. And, you know, you mentioned some of the organizations, but some of them you didn't mention uh, were individuals, the, the president, of the vice, vice president of the ADL, the NAACP, the George Bush Foundation what satan wasn't available you like truly <laughs> like like are are you kidding me and and then you're bragging about how you're going to be continuing the policies when it comes to uh, hate and election interference. And, and and again, this clearly shows a signal that this is going in the wrong direction. And I'm happy at this time that I have my own website, that I have my own platform. You're probably happy, Tim, that you have your own uh, platform as well, because at the end of the day, this is very disappointing news and shows us that we're going down a very bad road.
4: I'm a huge advocate of knowing thine enemy and working with your foe. I think Abraham Lincoln talked about it. The best way to win over an enemy to destroy an enemy is to make them your friend, your ally. Now, not only do you no longer have an enemy, but you have an extra ally in case another enemy appears. So I'm into this idea of like getting to know the your, the people that are against you, but at the same time, Trump putting Bolton in his cabinet early on, bad move. Obama getting the Goldman Sachs team or all these like bankers in, in, into his cap or in his inner circle right away. They, they start to manipulate you when you surround yourself with people, you become those people. Like you are a result of your closest six friends or something. So
0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: At some point, you got to just cut. You got to cut and run and make a move. I think that Elon came into
1: this with no real plan. And now I he's trying to build the plan quickly. That's why he wanted to back out. But take a look at this. This is from the Federalist. Elon Musk taps Jesse Smollett hoaxer for Twitter censorship advice. Ah, brilliant, brilliant. Look, man, I like Elon. He does a lot of really cool stuff. But he has an opportunity to talk to people and he's choosing to talk to the people who made the problems. One of these guys says, what more evidence does Chicago police need to call what happened to Jesse Smollett? What it is, I hate crime. This guy started calling this stuff out after we already knew it was a hoax. This, and, and so this is who Elon Musk is going to. Why? You know what, man? Elon, I got to tell you, he's very naive. I will say it again. I met up in Texas with a bunch of these big tech guys. A lot of them were apparently like worked with or friends with Elon. And it was amazing listening to them speak because they do not understand culture. They think it's a technology problem. The reason Elon Musk is meeting these people is because he's probably like, everyone has got a good point to be made. Technology will solve the problem. And you're like, dude, independents and conservatives already have stated we've compromised We don't like the fringe cult weirdos, but they're allowed to be on the platform and say what they want to say. The fringe cult weirdos went to you and said, if you don't ban all of the people we don't like, we're leaving. And in in response, what Jack Dorsey and Vijayagada did was, okay, okay, wait. It's this simple. The right isn't leaving, even when we ban them. And the left is threatening to leave unless we ban more right wingers. Hey, let's ban more right wingers. Let's ban more independents and libertarians and liberals. And now Elon seems to be doing the exact same thing. Now it's early. We'll see what happens. Maybe this is a cold splash of water in the face that'll wake Elon up. And the reason why I'm frustrated about it and calling it out right now is because if we don't, Elon will walk down that path and Twitter will become worse than it was before. I think there's there's a, the ideal is a, build a neutral platform
4: where everyone can coexist together. The reality is that do, can't function. You need small, lots and lots of small platforms that interact with each other. And so you need to censor and moderate Twitter, Elon. That is your job now. You own the network. You control the network. You are the one that needs to censor the network. Whether you're censoring it as American law, if it violates American law, then it's off the platform. Child porn, get it off the platform. That's your light censorship. Or if you're going heavy, it's up to you. But give the code out to everyone so that they can make versions of the site so that they can monitor it and do it the way they want. If they want to do, you know, if you say the word the and you get banned off their platform, fine. Fine. But we need lots and lots and lots of terms of service right now. We can't rely on you and your network to do it. And we never should. We never should have to.
3: Yeah. So, so just to recap, so people understand what's going on here, Twitter's head of safety specifically cited Renee DiRista. She's she's a part of the New Knowledge organization that Twitter that, that Tim just discussed with their activities, what, what they were doing before. She's also on video discussing censorship with Bill Gates. And then under that, Elon Musk was like, hey, we're also working with George W. Bush and the ADL, and we have a diverse group of voices here. No, you don't. You, you, you have a group of individuals who hate free speech. You have a group of individuals who have been trying to punish people for their political speech. And that's essentially what a lot of these organizations represented. I didn't know all of them, but, but some of the organizations that are involved here that are going to be continuing the policies, as Elon Musk said, is worrying on top of what Elon Musk said after that, saying specifically, it's going to take a couple of weeks to make sure that people are unbanned from this platform. A couple Why? weeks. What are we waiting for? Yeah,
1: no, seriously. Yeah. I mean, uh, as a look. You want me to come and spend money? Where's the good faith? This is the way I described it earlier today in my, my morning show. When I go to McDonald's, I can actually see the burgers under the heat lamps. I know they're, they're sitting right there. You tell me you make burgers, I can see the burgers. Okay, I'm going to give you eight bucks, hand me one of those burgers. Elon Musk comes in, pay eight bucks, and we're going to do these things. And I'm like, okay, well, show me that you actually do that and I'll consider giving you money. For the time being, it looks like this is probably why he didn't want to buy the platform. It's not just about whether or not he could monetize it, it's that I, I'm willing to bet he knew, I wonder, that no matter what he does, the left will refuse to work with him. He's a billionaire. Communists don't want to pay for things and they're not going to pay a billionaire. So maybe he was like, OK, if I buy this platform, there's a lot of communists in this company. They're going to quit no matter what I do. Advertisers are going to pull out no matter what I do. I better not buy it. Then he was forced to buy it. Now he's desperately pleading with him, please, please, I'll do whatever you say. They said they were, there's already ad agencies boycotting Twitter. So strip it down to the bare bones, make it a protocol or do something. Let let the company just fizzle. Who cares, man?
4: Well, probably that Saudi prince cares. I think he's still got a few billion in the in the deal right now. I oh, wonder yeah. if-
1: Elon bit off more than he can chew with this one. I
4: wonder if the people that helped him, because he didn't front the 44 billion. I know that there's other people involved. The Saudi prince is one of them. Um, if they have decision making power i don't think so i think elon's got sole decision making power but i wonder if they're like are you going to make this profitable dude cuz you said you were going to make this profitable now the advertisers are leaving it's go time where's the what's the income model he's like 20 bucks a month i mean the way he went from 20 bucks a month to 8 bucks a month in like a day kind of indicates that he has no he had no plan and he's just like almost like having fun at this point so honestly, I don't think the whole like wait two weeks to unban people is that big of a deal. You know, we waited this long. It's been a year and a half. I think that two weeks is reasonable for a new owner to make a move on his network.
1: I disagree. If, if Elon Musk is not going to come in with a sledgehammer, he's never going to come with a sledgehammer. He's going to keep trying to say, OK, OK, leftists, OK, OK, I'm trying. I'm trying. Please. I know you're screaming at me because, you know, the reality is. The, I, I don't like saying the right because post-liberals, suspected liberals, they're not right-wing. I guess they are now, whatever. There's never any uproar. Like, Twitter never feared that Dave Rubin or Carl, Carl Benjamin would march with a bunch of liberalists and classic liberals Twitter HQ with, with pitchforks. They've consistently feared it will be the left. No one cares when a bunch of conservatives—rarely, I should say, but it's happened— But the right typically doesn't start boycotts and go after big corporations. When they do, it works. But the left does it all the time. So right now, Twitter, be it under Elon Musk or Vajagade, they know that they can do whatever they want. And the right has a higher tolerance for BS and the left has zero tolerance. So if you want to create a balanced platform, you've got to give the left whatever they want. Because the right, the adults, will roll their eyes and be upset about it. The left will the a temper tantrum, claim you're trying to murder them, and then quit the platform in anger, which is what's happening right now. But I'll make, it does get worse. We have this in this tweet thread, Mike Cernovich, to give you the context for those just tuning in, Yoel Roth, a guy who claimed Trump was a Nazi, head of safety, says we are staying vigilant against attempts to manipulate conversations about the 2022 midterms read on for independent analysis of our team's work. Unfortunately, we can't because I'm blocked by a person I don't know. That's ideological neutrality, I guess. Eh, Elon Elon Musk responded saying he's working with these grievance organizations. But this woman whose Twitter account I can't see because I am blocked is Renee DiResta. Mike Cernovich points out Renee DiResta is the director of research at cybersecurity company New Knowledge and head of policy at the nonprofit Data for Democracy. New knowledge got caught buying Russian bots to follow Roy Moore on Twitter during the 2018 midterms. It's an odd source to rely on for an independent analysis of the 2020 2022 midterms. So uh, where's the rest of Mike's tweets? Why are they breaking it up like that? It's kind of weird. They did that. Anyway, Mike Cernovich goes on to point out, for some reason, Twitter's not loading it. That's fascinating, I guess. There we go. When Russian bots began following Roy Moore in 2017, it was treated as a huge as a huge national story. Moore was mocked for blaming Democrats. Yes, Democrats bought the bots and hoaxed the willing press. Now someone who works for new knowledge, the same firm, is on 2022 integrity. That's actually actually sounds basically as bad as the DHS conspiring with Twitter to manipulate elections. Elon Musk is now actively working with an organization that manipulated the elections to help Democrats. Okay, so, I mean, I'm sorry, guys, if it's if it's a bit, you know, it's blackpilling or whatever you want to say, it's pessimistic. It's what's happening.
3: I'm, what do you think, Miles? Uh, about this, how, will this impact your use of of Twitter? How do you think Elon? What do you? Th- how, how do you think Elon is doing here?
2: Oh yeah, I've got no backup. I'm completely screwed on social media if it goes south. But truthfully, I never really had faith on Elon Musk because he's in bed with these people, these corporations, and really powerful people. And no matter what, like a cult, you'll be pressured into it. Otherwise, you'll be kicked out of a circle, and everything collapses behind you like a sandcastle when the tide comes in. These these people. Are not living in reality, are they? They don't understand how things work, how society works, and also how a platform like this works. And no matter what, like Tim said, these people are children, they're gonna throw a fit until everything collapses apart. Now, I just really hope Elon Musk gets to a point where he gets so upset, he just doubles down and just says, hey guys, it's gonna be a, a right wing utopia, right wing quotations. And then those people will realize that their screaming and whining will not do anything, and then from there something is actually built, something better for a future where we can invest, knowing that our free speech will be upheld. But I don't see it happening. I'm pessimistic, mm-hmm. but I guess we just gotta let go and roll out and see what the, time says. It's beyond just the woke left screaming,
1: though. I mean, true. This is election interference. This is Elon Musk colluding with an organization that uh, interfered in the 2018 midterms to help Democrats win.
3: As they're bragging how they're going to have control of this upcoming midterm election. They're literally saying, hey, same people that did this. We're the same guys who are going to be watching what's going to be happening in the upcoming midterm. And they're bragging about it. That That's like that's mud in your face. That That's absolutely, absolutely disrespectful. And as you mentioned, Miles, again, yeah, he has a lot of government contracts. He does a lot of business with China. And with that comes a lot of pressure. Because when you're working with the government that's giving you a lot of money, the government could say, we're going to give you a little bit less. Oh, yeah. You know, those satellites, you know, those spaceships. You know, maybe we don't want to finance you. Maybe we don't want to do this if you will do this or do this or do this for us. Uh, Musk also, you know, promoted world government before. He's a transhumanist. He supported the vaccines, carbon tax, a universal basic income. So a lot of the policies that he puts forward should be obviously questioned since uh, I would say they yeah, go along with an agenda that is very questionable as well.
1: Yeah, it's, it lines up a little bit with the World Economic Forum. You yeah, know.
3: a little bit too much.
1: I like that the guy likes memes. I like that he triggered a lot of these people. All those are net positives. And there is, there was a Republican, I think, in Arizona who got suspended. Elon said looking into it, and the guy got reinstated. So we don't know for a fact Elon did that. There are net positives here. I don't, I don't want to come out and just be like, the end is nigh, and Elon's terrible. I think there's bad things he's doing, and we need to tell him we will not tolerate it. So he's coming out and saying, oh, everybody's mad at me. He's like, the left and the right are, are both mad at me, and it's like, dude, Who do you think is going to pay the money? The left hates you. They've always hated you. And they're quitting the platform and lying about you. They're coming out and saying, since Elon took over, hate's gotten substantially worse. Despite the fact that Elon's team has said, no, we've actually been policing. These are bot accounts and we're getting rid of them. Doesn't matter. Democrats are coming out and saying that he's charging $8 for free speech. Maybe Elon must learn that these people are whiny babies that will never be satisfied unless you give them everything. And if you're not willing to give them everything, then you need to tell them to go bye-bye. There's the the room. You can go hang out and play by yourself. Go to your other social media network. But they're not going to be here. They're
2: never going to be satisfied. Oh, exactly. And the thing is, too, these these big leftist accounts, most of them are bots anyway. They have no real following in the real world. On paper, maybe, yes. But Elon has to remember, at the end of the day, the right-wing people are the ones that actually are supporting him, like you said. And if we get behind him and rally him to actually do the right thing, things will come together. At the end of the day, though, um, I think things are screwed. I think Elon Musk is going to crumble. He's going to give in. What do you guys think? What, what about 750 Elon? Can we do $750? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just I'd joking. Pay $6.99. I'd <laughs> look, 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 look.
1: I'd pay 20 bucks. Yeah. They're, he's offering up for Twitter a suite of, of premium tools. And it does help get rid of bots, all that. I'm totally down for that. I do think he should be paying top creators, which he also announced is in the is in the pipeline. But I'm not going to give any money until he frees the political prisoners. I'm not going to spend money on a platform that sucks. And Twitter sucked for a long time. I barely care about it. I post garbage nonsense memes like advocating for war and neutering children. Come yeah. on.
3: Or is taking the advice and policies from the people that made it suck. And are going to make it suck that much more, which he's bragging about today. Which again, it's still early. A lot of people are arguing like, "Hey, it, we're still not even a, a week in here. Let's give him time. Let's see what happens here." But I think during this time, I think we're at a crucial point where we need to hold his feet to the fire. We need to criticize him whenever he goofs up. I think this was a major goof up. I think this also highlights a major problem moving forward that could be very significant for the prospects of free speech. And I'm willing to pay twenty dollars. I'm willing to pay a hundred dollars if we. We have free speech these organizations that he's working with don't support free speech is, and that's a big problem
1: it's funny elon did say he bought twitter to help save humanity right yep oh, what yeah. if what if his plan is to destroy it because you know
2: twitter is just bad well he's got the spaceships too he's planning to leave it and start his own humanity i guess <laughs> yeah. you never know you mean destroy
4: I, twitter not destroy earth yeah yeah, yeah. well, well yeah. it's the same destroy thing twitter. left his eyes you know <laughs> oh you meant oh, i destroy think Earth. he buys twitter and then disassembles it and gives the parts out to the ma- the masses it's
1: brilliant that's exactly what we should do. That's I think that'd, that would be be, that'd be amazing, honestly. Mm-hmm. If just like, uh, I, would, I would love to see it. You know, too many people tie their net worth, their, their personal self-worth to their Twitter accounts, their verification badges, their
0: following and all that stuff. And I'm just like... With the Lucky Lance you can get lucky just about anywhere. We need to take a
1: figurative bucket full of ice water and splash it in somebody's face. There are too many people that look at this and they're like it's all I have. I would I would I would laugh if I woke up and Twitter was just gone and when you go to twitter.com it's a picture of Elon Musk giving a thumbs up saying Twitter was bad for you from the get from the get go so suck it. I'd be like ha. Yeah,
4: or the doge, the
1: dog doge dog. Yeah. Oh, I got my uh, my Twitter shares. I got cashed out. Um, the money appeared in my account. So you're in Doge now. I, I just put it all in Doge. It's not, not a bad idea. I've got about
4: 6,500 Doge coins sitting there I, in the
1: wings. Because I think Doge is essentially going to be Twitter stock.
4: You know, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm optimistic so, about this because Elon essentially purchased Twitter off of BlackRock. He bought it away from the global cartels, the international, you know, megacorps. And now he's taking it private or it's about to become private. I don't know if it's technically off the... Public market now, is it already? That's probably done now. It's private.
3: Yeah. So so we talked about the negative. Let's talk about some of the positives here because I again we gotta be honest here. There are some things to be optimistic about, like Ian mentioned here. There there still is a prospect. There is still a possibility that a lot of people could be brought back. And let's talk about some of the positives here. Viva Frey has been brought back. He didn't have to admit he was wrong to get his account back. He got his account back, which was is great. There
1: was a Republican run, running in Arizona, I think, got his account back without having to apologize. He's
3: responding to individuals that were hurt by the platform before wrongly and saying, don't worry, I'll fix this. Just give me some time. If you're optimistic, if you want to believe in him and have faith in him, sure, believe in him. Uh, there's also uh, the, the interaction he had with AOC today, which was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, we got it. it and the White House fact check, which is absolute gold. And no, no, I'm not giving him credit for the White House fact check. Why was that? Because
1: that already was happening. Before him? The the community response I, I knew it was, was happening s- to
3: Donald Trump.
1: No, but it, it, was, no. it was happening across the board well before Elon Musk took over. It's just we're in election season, and they've made some mistakes. I, but I
3: haven't noticed it before until this, now. This,
1: this AOC thing is funny. She said, LMAO at a billionaire earnestly trying to sell people on the idea that free speech is actually eight dollars an $8 a month subscription plan. You see, uh, Elon responded, your feedback is appreciated. Now pay $8. <laughs> <laughs> Elon, she's lying. When did anyone say that free speech is eight bucks? No, free speech is free. You can get a free account on Twitter. If you want premium services, that costs money. Yep. But she's lying. Yep. I, I don't get it. Does Elon not get that? He, that these people are
4: are are liars. Free speech what? isn't free. Free speech requires taxes to pay for a military to guard what? your borders so that you can say things without no. getting a- a- shot. A- 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 Ian, a- a- stop back. being Come the totalitarian. Stop it. We are defending our ability to have free speech. No, you have
1: free speech exists, and it is an inherent right given by god because or, we have guns are, to defend no, it. no uh, that's not
4: true well duh if we didn't have guns to defend it we'd get conquered by the ccp and would no longer have free speech uh, 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 excuse me, you Ian, me everyone's got if, guns if in you're if
1: you're standing in china can you yell out f the ccp i don't think so no, well, you, you, can. you can't your mouth just doesn't move you're like, you like you can but i don't know if you'll get the last like, word like out in, like in dr strange when the you know black what whatever the, the fork guy whatever his name is what was that guy, you know uh, what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, he's got the fork or whatever. And then he, yeah. she, she, they're like, he could kill you with one whisper. And then she's like, wet mouth. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's what happens when you go to China. Mm-hmm. Bro, you can speak. It, it happens. What you're saying is that some people may try and stop you. Well, I'm saying you the don't first... need a government for that. You, like, if but, you're in the middle of the woods, you can say whatever. No, you I'm want. talking about free legal speech free
4: speech, like American legal free speech. First Amendment stuff but, but, is
3: protected by guns. And no, that's funded by okay, money. Okay, but from that's, not taxes. What, well, that's not what Elon Musk is arguing here. Elon Musk is saying specifically, "Hey, AOC, you want to use the platform? It's free. You don't have to pay eight dollars for a verified badge." He also went on a tweet storm. He tweeted uh, some of her merchandise. That's fifty-eight dollars for a sweater. Uh, he then also posted a bunch of memes. One of them being an NPC laughing and being really happy, smiling about an eight bucks uh, Starbucks latte, and then crying about eight bucks per month to. Have a verified <laughs> (laughs) bad on Twitter. So props to him being in the meme game and going against these people and then willing to stand up for what he believes in. He's also talking about setting up a video paywall, which some... Uh, news organizations are talking about could rival adult websites. Now, if that happens, that, again, mm. is questionable and Why a net negative websites? for societies. This is this is what a lot of the mainstream media publications said, that if he offers a paywall for video, he's going to be in direct competition <clears throat> with the adult websites who do something very similar. Uh, that would be, again, a net negative since there is a lot of adult content already on Twitter. I think it's 13 or 18% of Twitter is adult content. Um, and that is a net negative and is somehow allowed which is still weird which they might arbitrarily use against him in the future because that's another weak point of twitter that somehow is able to do this and other platforms aren't on the major app stores that's a good point uh mines
4: was actually removed from the google app store because porn was showing up on the site unmoderated. Was it, was we were it, like hey twitter has porn What not it one nipple There's yeah like, it was it was a something inane yeah, like, like a innocuous nipple. it wasn't a lot and we were attempting to moderate it but because there was so much and there were human moderators and like there
1: were seven of us or something we couldn't keep up. It's a rigged game, man. A few things get, so, get reported. Someone did Super Chat. Uh, I believe this is... Let me see who, who had the Super Chat. We normally save him, but someone made a good point. Bren, Bren Ben, is that what it says? According to Jeremy oh, the Quartering, Elon has to play ball because there's the Google Play Store and server factors to keep in mind. Also, Yoel Roth is only there still because he knows where the bodies are. <laughs> uh, it's fair point. You know, so we'll see. But Elon doesn't need to be tweeting this stuff out to virtue signal. What's the like what is is Twitter going to get banned from the Play Store? Why would that happen? Like Whoa. just up, oh, you never abruptly? Know. I mean maybe because yeah. yeah. of collusion.
2: I mean it's happened a few times. Um, there's an app called iFunny, it was free speech. Anyone could say anything. It was actually quite well moderated to some degree, you know, nothing dodgy on there, but it got taken off 20 or something times when something blows up and leaks outside this app. So I think At some point, he may double down, just take it out of the app store or the play store.
3: Parler got banned because Donald Trump was threatening to be on that platform. So we saw collusion. If if you think there's collusion with big tech social media, there's obviously collusion with all the big uh, app stores. Obviously, they're also going to be targeting people politically, just like they do on big tech social media. And this is just one avenue. And there could be a possibility here that we have to entertain of the DHS coming down and be like, we'll take you off the app store. We'll, We'll make sure you guys get hit for all the adult websites stuff you have on your on your thing we'll make sure you guys get punished uh unless of course you allow george w bush and its foundation along with the adl to decide how we're going to be playing by the rules here so that could be happening right now and that again is another possibility that is worth considering
2: on the other side though truth social is allowed on the app store right and everyone hates trump on the left right they they kicked him off twitter but he's on the app store so that is hope for twitter in the end of the day Yeah, I think that Google, the transhumanists
4: and the technologists, the technocrats, don't really have – they don't play the left-right paradigm. They're looking for, like, the most value and efficiency out of the system, Yeah, fortunately. But the DHS, like you said, has influence with them and – but that's why, you know, you know you free the software code. We'll build a decentralized app store. We can make F-Droid go, go mainstream. It's a little wild west. Like, you can download an app that has a virus in it. You got to be careful on F-Droid. But it's better than relying on Google and Apple for our sole iStore monopoly. Like, we got we to gotta break up the,
1: the, the app store monopoly. Agreed. Yeah. I want to I talk about some domestic politics, but I want to talk about this first so we can talk about some international stuff. From the Daily Mail. The world's five nuclear superpowers are on the brink of a direct armed conflict which will have catastrophic consequences. The Kremlin said on Wednesday that avoiding nuclear clash was its first priority. Western capitals have said Moscow is behind a ramping up of nuclear rhetoric. Russia said that it stood by a joint declaration for avoiding a nuclear war. I respect it. Vladimir Putin has appeared on several occasions to threaten a nuclear strike. There's even some reporting that Putin tried to launch a nuke but was sabotaged. By who? We don't know. Aliens? Perhaps. Perhaps not. But uh, that's what at least one report said. So I'm wondering, uh, Lord Miles, you're actually on the ground in Ukraine. Oh, yes. You've, you've witnessed a lot of this stuff. I'm curious if you think we're, we're facing an escalation that could bring us to a nuclear
2: conflict, or will it just remain regional? What do you think? Well, I think it'll be good business for me. But if I have to think about what would happen, I think it would be a very small tactical nuke that might go off. But at the same time, if you establish that a nuclear war uh, nuclear war can be done tactically it will open up a floodgates pandora's box and nukes will start flying i feel like if the u.s sent a nuclear retaliation it'll probably hit twitter hq before it hits russia but i i do think it would happen putin is desperate right now he wants this land he's fantasized about it since the soviet union fell apart and he's desperate because he realizes the whole country would turn against him and with that much pressure on him right now people don't think straight
1: what if there's a false flag what if there's a strike on Russian soil? Do you, he, he he could probably then rally popular support in Russia to do whatever he wants. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't have passed him because the U.S. government would do this too. He might set yeah. off, uh, he might do a false flag himself, uh, cause a nuclear bomb to go off in some remote area of Siberia or whatever. Say it was some uh, terrorists going on that have been sent from Ukraine, and then just everyone rallies behind him, and some other countries send extra troops and. I don't think Siberia. I think Moscow. You think? I
1: mean, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, the Russians are known known for just throwing away their men, like right, just exactly. Soldiers, yeah. they're yeah, za-
1: exactly. the, the, the Zap Brannigan of, of uh, international <laughs> conflict. And, Soviets, and
4: also, the opposite. Not the Russians; yeah. it was the Soviets that did well, that. Pretty much the same thing. I well, mean, no, uh, Russia's its own beast, man. Sure, sure. sure. Yeah, the sure. Russian people are ancient.
3: Well, I, and also, there's a possibility that the opposite of this could happen. There could be a false flag by Ukraine or by Western powers inside of Ukraine, and they could blame Russia for it to then also use that. Again, there's a lot of potentials for false flags. It, it, it It's not just the United States or Russia or Ukraine that has the potential of launching them. It's also independent third parties, uh, corporations, the military industrial complex that has a lot to gain and win here. But this is an absolutely crazy, disastrous situation. The West is not trying to give any kind of easy way out for Vladimir putin vladimir putin has put himself in an extremely difficult situation there's a lot of people being negatively affected by this inside of ukraine right now their energy infrastructure has been targeted they're facing a dark winter to the point where they're telling their refugees not to come back to the country because they won't know if they're going to have enough energy to heat the country so this is a major problem this is a humanitarian crisis this is something that we need to deal with that we need to to de-escalate and come to a table where we could negotiate a peace deal but the exact opposite of that is happening and they're calling for more escalations, more war, more military contracts, which I think is absolutely stupid.
2: I wanna, oh, were you gonna say, Miles? Oh yeah, well, thank you. Uh, we've got to realize why the war actually begun. And it's because Russia fears that NATO is moving closer and the corridor, the actual uh, length of Europe is opening up for them so they can't defend their borders uh, easier because it's so wide. If they move further down, you know, it's narrower and they can easily defend that area, especially with the geographical boundaries. So if they did drop tactical nukes in a straight line down, they could claim part of Ukraine, but it also means NATO can't move in even further. And no army is going to send their people through uh, a nuclear wasteland, right? They just straight up die from nuclear radiation poisoning and so on. So it could be the only way he secures the borders and the security of Russia in general against NATO. Damn. I mean, A radioactive wall. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's what um, I think it was Douglas uh, Arthur thought about uh, with China to uh, protect um, against uh, North Korean aggression, right? Because China was supplying North Korea during the Korean War. He proposed West d- drop a line of nukes and they said, no, that's crazy. But to be fair, it could, it could work. It could that's work. It's scary that it could work. To stop yeah.
4: humans from walking, maybe. But I, I don't know. It would be, it would just be insanity. Yeah. And you got the Russians working with the French on building a fusion reactor right now. That's so weird. They said that they want to avoid at all costs the the nuclear war. I think the actual... What's the quote? Uh, Russia is strictly and consistently guided by the tenet that a nuclear war cannot be won and must never be fought. This is the Russian foreign ministry, uh, according to
1: NBC News. I mean, it could be won. It just means yeah. that the aftermath is you live in a bunker for a little while. Right, and that's not a winning. And then know? afterwards, a few hundred people try to rebuild society. It's like how even the
4: poor in modern society are richer than the, the richest kings from 500 years ago. We're all winning. Yeah, even it, if it's it's, oh, it's oh,
3: important yeah. to note here that a lot of people escalating this conflict have nuclear bunkers and they won't have to deal with the larger consequences of the larger problems of them escalating this conflict. Sorry, Ian, I I, cut you off. I
4: I wanted to clarify this statement about the Soviet Union and Russia and how they're different. It's kind of like if the Nazis had won World War II and created a new country called, or a new empire called the Third Reich, and Germany was part of the Third Reich. And then, so the Soviet Union was like the Third Reich. It was this weird totalitarian regime that took over Russia and all these foreign other countries. So now we finally got rid of like the Soviet Nazi Party and now we're back to, like, what Germany would be if we had dispelled the not the Third Reich later. It would still have, yeah, like, remnants of it. But
1: it's Germany is not the Third right, Reich. Right. But, 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 Ian, the Soviet Union was largely Russia.
3: With satellite states, yeah, oh, they it. used yeah. Russia.
4: The, the Bolsheviks
1: used Russia. They definitely took it, but it wasn't like
3: like are are Germans still German after World War II? Yeah,
1: and, uh, but- and when the fall of the Soviet Union happened, Russia was the centerpiece, and that is literally the remnant core mm-hmm. of the Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like so Vladimir,
4: Vladimir Putin was KGB.
1: Yeah. Right.
4: It'd be like if, if we finally got rid of the Third Reich
1: seven, 20 years ago, it be, they'd be like, hey, but, he's, he used to be a Nazi. Well, duh, that was the government of the Third Reich. And but, if, but, and we, when we mentioned the tactics of the Nazis, we'd be like, that was Germany, that the country that still exists.
4: Yeah, mm. right. It was the uh, Nazis uh, yeah. that had usurped the, the German uh, throne. Uh, Miles, power. if I
3: could just ask you really yeah, quickly, yeah. from your experiences on the ground there, were people worried about this escalating? Were people worried about nuclear... Explosions and tactical nukes. When you were there, what was the what was the gist uh, of what people were seeing there and what they were thinking was going to happen there?
2: So I was speaking mainly to the women and children at first, and a lot of them. Don't have a hope in the war because they know their governments, like Ukraine, is very corrupt in general. And I'm, I'm pro Ukraine, but you know they have a lot of issues. Yeah. So they don't think that Ukraine's gonna be uh, acting in their best interest in general. And they talked about the idea of a nuclear weapon going off because they know if a nuclear weapon goes off, um, that the Ukrainian uh, government will get tons of funding and support and everything like they're doing now. So they'll probably let it happen or even escalate it to that point on purpose. That's all some of their theories. And some of the soldiers I was speaking to them on the front lines of Kharkiv are saying, "Yeah, we we're seeing this right now. We're actually winning. We can see them being squeezed, basically. And when they get squeezed, they go panic, and something will be set off. But they also told me how the nuclear weapon uh, system works in 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 Russia. So in the U.S., you know, Joe Biden, he has a Joe Biden moment, maybe presses a button, right? It's a <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> he has a nuclear yeah. football. <laughs> exactly, but." In, in Russia, how it works is the president calls up a uh, you know, nuclear submarine and goes, oh, ring, ring, hello? Uh, nuke, please. And then all those people have to agree on it. So there's a, a two-step verification Three-step system. Three-step verification system, yes. actually. Oh, yes. it's, I think it's like someone in the General Assembly and then they
3: have to... So it's a number of people that do have to agree that they're going to be launching the nuke. And this could be why, allegedly, we're hearing reports. Again, I'm very skeptical whenever we hear, you know, Putin was sabotaged here and here. Because, mm-hmm. again, you can't trust a lot of these reports. There's no evidence behind him, yeah. but it's three phone calls that need to be made, and three uh, different groups of people that have to decide, Yes, we're launching this nuke. Oh, exactly. Not, uh, yeah, you've unlike got- the United States, where Biden just brings in the nuclear football launch. Exactly,
2: yeah. yeah. And you got to think of the psychology of these people. So, these ordinary people working for military in you know, a nuclear summary, not earning so much. You gotta think, okay, well, they were in the Soviet Union, obviously, because they've climbed so high since then. And those were the glory days where things were a lot better than they are now, right? Um, And they had that national pride. They thought they were top of the world. They were a superpower at that point. And now they're probably demoralized and they're thinking, well, you know, is it really worth launching a nuke? Do I really believe in my leader? Is our country still great right now? It's like America's problem as well. So I honestly think it might just stop. They might order a nuke and then they say, hell no. I don't want uh, my women um, back home, my, my uh, mother, my wife, my sister to get nuked by the opposite country because, you know, nuclear exchange. I,
1: I think one thing we'd, we uh, we didn't consider about nuclear war is that by the time we would ever reach this kind of, this level of crisis, our cultures would have decayed to the point where no one cares enough about each other for this to matter. So, you know, even in Russia, they're experiencing cultural decay. Across Europe, it's cultural decay. In the United States, it's cultural decay. I'd imagine, you know, in the 50s, people were much more like, America, woo, like as a nation, much more unified. Not anymore. I mean, Americans are at each other's throats. And it's not even just the left and the right. There's sub factions of leftists fighting Democrats and libertarians arguing with conservatives to varying degrees. It's serious. I can't imagine that someone's going to be like, I have to do this to save my people. They're going to be like, what people? I want to be rich.
3: Yeah. You know? A lot of people have been dehumanized, and I yeah. think that's another aspect that we should understand here when it comes to this kind of proxy war that has people killing each other in the fields. Uh, th- there's a great movie that just came out on Netflix. Uh, what was it called? Everyone's talking about it right now. The uh, World War One movie? World War One movie. Yeah. Uh, absolutely great movie, and it shows you the, the, the shocking horror of realities and how these politicians and these bureaucrats in their high towers that are literally deciding, you know what? Just go kill each other. Just go murder each other. And that is just... And the movie critiqued that very heavily. Uh, All quiet on the eastern front. On the western front. All quiet on the western front. Definitely worth a watch to understand here. Because the same footage that I saw in that movie, it's the same footage that I'm seeing when I'm trying to do my research on what's happening in Ukraine and Mm -hmm. watching the footage from the Russians and the Ukrainians. It's almost identical when it comes to because of the bombing the trench warfare the the hand-to-hand combat that you sometimes see the the blood the explosions it's 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 something that is absolutely uncomfortable unnatural for humanity to deal with this is why a lot of people have ptsd this is why the the human body isn't you know destined isn't okay with killing another human being but for some reason when someone puts on a special costume and a uniform and tells someone else to do it they do it that is a stupid asinine idea that is dehumanizing that is absolutely stupid and backwards and needs to be challenged more than ever right now.
1: Well, but I mean, you know, there's too many people. Got to blow them up, right? That's oh, what yeah.
3: Bill Gates would said.
1: And Barack Obama, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, during COVID, right?
4: <laughs> you Brock- mentioned earlier that we're in a state of cultural decay. I, yeah. I'm starting to think it's not that, but more that we're in a state of cultural shock. Like the globe has, has we're basically... All these cultures have come face-to-face with each other now. We have communism in the United States. We've got uh, American republicanism in, in, Lib- in, in Iran. We have people doing, like, the, the Arab Spring. People are like, hell no, I want to be a republic. And So we've got, like, it's this, like, de- and it is demoralizing shock in a lot of ways. But it's just, it's just like, a, like the paddles have just shocked the, the uh, it's a new organism, cultural
6: organism. Step into the world of power I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply.
4: Uh, it can be a little. It can. It can be a little harsh. If, but, uh, but it's like thinking that way has it. So I'm not so upset about the communism in American schools and in American politics. Like it's a natural part of the culture is coming face to face. This is just part of it. And it's up to us to stay positive, to have morale high so that our culture comes
1: out on top. Let's let's get to the good news, I guess. You know, we're all concerned about nuclear war. You know, Lord Miles, you mentioned that Joe Biden has his finger on the button. Oh, for yes. nuclear bombs. Well, we got this op-ed from the Washington Post. For the good of the country, Biden and Harris should bow out of the 2024 election. From George Will, this story went viral uh, uh, today. This guy voted for Joe Biden. He hates Trump, votes for Joe Biden. And now he's like, what What did he say? That that Joe Biden has displayed un, unwittingness? Or what, is he, what does he call it? I don't care to read the, the whole thing. The fact is, everyone's basically saying, oh, here we go. This is, this is great. He says, meeting recently with some progressive activists, Biden said his $426 billion student loan forgiveness was accomplished by a law that he had just signed. I got it passed by a vote or two. No, he did not. I love this because it's two things. The first thing is it's a guy who voted for Biden being like, no, no more Biden. And the second thing is, well, I mean, actually, it's it's calling for Biden to bow out. And it's a guy regretting having voted for him in the first place. So I, I, you love to see it. This is what you get when you vote for a man who is insane, unwell, just out of it. And now he's going on TV and just lying and making things up. And that's it's, it's absolutely fascinating. People still buy it. It's absolutely fascinating that people will still vote for someone like John Fetterman. Joe Biden claimed his son died in Iraq twice now. He claimed he got a bill passed. He didn't get passed. And people believe it. They call Trump a fascist. But you want to talk about fascism? That's the fascism right there. That's the scary thing. They sneak it in with some bumbling old dotard who makes random things up. People buy it. They they march in lockstep behind it. But I'm glad to see that these never Trumpers, are regretting their actions and now calling for a substantial change. I guess the question is, if not Biden 2024, not Harris, who could it possibly be?
2: I think it's honestly going to be someone who is just like Biden at the end of the day. They go make new promises, say they're going to be something different. It's going to be the same thing repeating. Stacey it. Abrams? No, no, no. That's Michelle Obama
3: does. and Oprah. <laughs> Both of them running on the same That's ticket. So Why brave. wouldn't it happen? Tell me make an argument i think that's who else is there gavin newsom yeah but hold the, on. the, the serial killer looking dude and then that crazy woman which which more uh <laughs> which more <laughs> I, I said that by accident now i just kind of realized what was good? Saying. we gotta write that down uh, Gretchen Gretchen seriously the, the, the butcher of the nursing home uh people seriously who else is there Pete Buttigieg. No, he's, and I mean, he's, Beto not saying Buttigieg, those are the only other two. Buttigieg is, has Gavin connections Newsom. to intelligence, so he's going to be propped up in there. Well, he's but, in the but, administration now. He's the, Megan uh, M- 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 McCain. Megan McCain? No, nah, she doesn't
4: have enough star power at the moment.
3: Who else? Well, you got nobody. Else. Hillary? You're gonna bring? You're gonna dust Hillary off? Like, I don't think just, she wants bring to. bring her forward. Dust like, her off? Like, seriously? <laughs> I've been thinking about Hillary a
4: lot lately. I think she's the <laughs> why. No she's the why, kind Because of she's
3: one of those. You know
4: they say facts over feelings. A lot of people feelings. Over, Hillary's like the ultimate feelings over facts person. I, I feel like I just realized this that if she likes you, she wants to work with you. If she gets a gut feeling, like yeah, yeah, did you, did you got you, like
1: she could be she could be swayed. To did do you new see things. what you just said? Huh? That people are gonna vote Republican because they're too stupid to know what's good for them. She senses oh. the emotions. Now, I'm paraphrasing. Like what she really said is that low-information Americans don't realize what a red wave actually means for them. But, you know, she's basically saying y'all are too stupid to know what's good for you. So Bloomberg not, said the same thing. Not Hillary, not
4: Bloomberg. I don't know. Who do you guys—do you guys see even AOC? Democratic can- AOC is She's possibly? too young. She's She'll young. be old enough, but Michelle she is Michelle
3: Obama-Oprah. I'm yeah. telling you.
1: Obama-Oprah.
4: Did 2024?
3: Oprah want to do yeah. Kanye? You're telling me they probably. would lose.
1: I don't think no. they would lose. I don't I don't yeah, know. I actually they would win. no, no. I don't know. I, I would I would have said that maybe 4 years ago, but times they are a change in men. And I'll tell you why. You take a look at some of the cultural productions and they have no impact. The Daily Show getting only a few hundred thousand views. Like people believe in different things. Maybe maybe 7 8 years ago you'd be like Oprah's so popular people would vote for her. Today, people are less concerned about pop culture. Politics has become pop culture, so they're not going to vote for someone like Oprah. I mean, she'd get votes. Don't get me wrong. She'd get a lot. Michelle Obama, yes. Former first lady, absolutely. Maybe it's going to be Obama-Clinton or Clinton-Obama.
3: Which Clinton? Chelsea. Chelsea? No. You getting Hillary. into politics, Chelsea? It's going to be Hillary. Well,
4: it'd
1: be like a tech, a tech
4: billionaire could do it. Oh, Musk. Musk. No, he's Musk. not American. Yeah. He's, he's not, he can never run for president. Oh, he's Thank African-American. Uh, Jeff Be- Jeff's not going to do it.
1: I don't know. I mean, all of a sudden, the Washington Post starts writing, "We need a billionaire president to fix things." Amazon is the greatest company ever. Jeff Bezos soars in the polls, and then you you know you understand
2: why he <laughs> bought it. The Rock, comically evil. Does he he, he want he, rock? He,
3: yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's playing a little bit into politics. He supported Gavin Newsom. Mm-hmm. He did a whole political advertisement for him. Yeah. So, and he's he, he'll say anything for a buck. I mean, oh, look yeah. at the kind of movies he's in. I think it's like, Pete Buttigieg. Well, he's not
1: as bad as that that other dude who did oh. that Chinese ad. Yeah,
3: what's his name? John
1: Cena. John Cena. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah.
4: When I say like, it's Pete Buttigieg, and
1: you guys are like, no, no, stop. Is it because you
4: really are
3: afraid
1: that he might win? No, come on, because he- it's like saying Mickey Mouse.
4: You don't think
3: no, Bujesh
1: has a chance at no. all? No. Oh, he doesn't he have
3: a personality. He doesn't have anything. except he like. Remember when he yeah.
1: disappeared for like a, a month or something and no one knew no he was one gone? Knew. No one <laughs> and noticed. there was like a major crisis with trucking and fuel and they were yeah. like, don't we have a guy for this? And he was just <laughs> gone. Like nobody knew. Nobody cared. So yeah. I definitely don't see that guy. But,
3: but also, would you want to be a politician in a falling empire? Everyone's going to blame you for, for all the horrible things that all the will. other politicians have kind of built up. Mm. Yeah. What
1: if what if this yeah. isn't yeah. the fall of the Roman Empire? This is the fall of the Roman Republic. What if Trump crosses uh, the Rubicon and we become a country that the Republicans just keep winning because the Democrats are psychotic mm-hmm. and you end up with a, a lopsided country that's like 55% Republican or at the very least, independence voting Republican because we've been traumatized by psychotic Democrats, sterilizing kids and, and things like that, shutting down gas and then you end up with a long period of just consistent Republican majorities.
4: Maybe, but the difference is that it's like a global um, immersion now, whereas the Romans were still pretty insulated when the Republic fell. Now we've got like every country on earth is attempting to create a new government in the United States. And it's kind of up to us to hold the
2: wheel while the storm rages outside.
3: Who do you think, Miles? Who, who would have your vote? I'm actually hope,
2: I'm hoping no one, because then <laughs> the Democratic Party could collapse, and then the uh, Republican uh, system could just take over the entire thing in happy days for a while. I
1: mean, look, the Republicans are bad for a lot of reasons, but we're seeing the split where you have establishment Republicans and you have MAGA Republicans. If the Republicans win in a sweeping victory, then they win in 2024, and the Democrats become diminished— you may actually see the dominant party become Republicans, and this is a very, very wild hypothetical. If the Democrats can't get a consistent majority of Republicans, eventually they'll start jumping ship to try and influence the Republican Party, which will then split and take over the two-party system. I'm not convinced something like that could uh, like will happen, but it's a possibility. If one political party—I'll put it this way. The MAGA Republicans are very different from the establishment. But people are willing to vote for any Republican at this point because the Democrats are insane. They're campaigning on abortion as while crime is skyrocketing in major cities. In New York, there was like 30 people have been pushed in front of trains like that's freaking people out. So Republicans are like, okay, we'll stop crime. And now you get widely different views. You get post liberals, people like me voting Republican, even though I disagree with a lot of policies. The Democrats are just too nuts. If that keeps up for a little while. Eventually, then you're going to see the MAGA Republicans and the neocon types and establishment types split. And that will become the actual two parties right there. Crazy, right? Hmm. Yeah. Or a civil war. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, civil war, if the far left loses it and refuses to accept the results of the election. Look, Joe Biden spoke today about the, the, the danger of election denials or whatever deniers. And I think it's funny because the message is, is deeply needed right now, because when the Republicans win next week, And it's tremendous and insane. They're going to need to come out and be like, remember what Biden said. Don't deny the elections. But you know they're going to do it. Gosh, I think that people should be allowed... Uh, and um, maybe not encouraged to deny
4: elections, but you should certainly be allowed to posit that there are issues in your elections, especially with evidence coming out of computer programs, hacking and flipping vote tallies. But,
3: but you can only do that if you come from a certain political party. If you're from a different political party, you're going to be censored. You're going to be banned. You're going to be punished. You're going to be ostracized by mainline society and called it dangerous by Homeland Security. But if you're Stacey Abrams, you could do it all the time. Did you see the <laughs> Does It doesn't matter. In Brazil, there's like yeah. giant crowds of I don't know, oh, tens of thousands
4: protests. of people demanding the, military come out and yeah. say this election was there's brought. a huge
3: protest today too that's it's massive. it's crazy
1: they went to like the military hq that's scary man it's yeah. scary when you're when when you when your country tribalizes to that degree it, it you know what man i think you look at someone like trump or bolsonaro i think they know what happens if you really move forward with a move like that it's not going to be fun. People are not going to live good lives. Like you, you will have massive suffering. It could start a civil war, and anybody who's actually seen conflicts knows exactly why you do not want something like yeah,
4: that. Yeah, I was thinking about the crowds in Brazil saying that we think that Bolsonaro was illegally uh, voted out. We think the election was fraudulent, and we want the military to do. What if they're wrong? Like, what have they done? What they have tens, well, hundreds of thousands. Medicine, they they, they block, don't care about yeah. getting wrong. the military yeah. involved. Like, it's but listen, about listen, power, right? Yeah. What? They don't care. They, they don't care. But I think if for a lot wrong. of people, it's about the truth, but they're being—it's being used it's, for the no, power. No, no, no. Look,
1: look, look. Right now, I will say you've got a lot of people in the United States agreeing with the protesters. I've not seen anything out of Brazil, so I, I, I'm not going to say I know for sure what's going on. But I'll tell you, it's—it's it's feelings over fact. The facts don't matter. The feelings do, and these people are thinking one thing. If Bolsonaro is not the president, Brazil suffers. So it doesn't matter what happened. It matters that they do whatever they can to make sure he stays president. Yeah, they
3: blocked the highways and asked the military to take over the government. That's, that's <laughs> serious. Dude, come on. Did you ever see any kind of civil conflict? I mean, the, the, the closest thing I, that I saw when it comes to something like a civil war was, was what I saw in Mogadishu, Somalia different tribes and different factions of people fighting each other, uh, you know, roadside bombs and just shelling and fighting, all, you
2: know. But but have you seen anything like that? Oh, yeah. Even in Brazil, I've seen leaked videos um, showing that the cartel are celebrating that the guy got elected because he's going to protect him. And you think with how corrupt certain parts of Brazil are, you know something was uh, messed with, I honestly think, at the end of the day. But I've seen stuff in South Sudan as well. So... It doesn't matter who you belong to in the country. It just belongs about the tribe. So it doesn't matter if you're South Sudanese. South Sudan doesn't really exist. It's just about the tribal people and the borders don't make any yeah. difference. What what happened Bra- in Bra- Sudan?
1: Yeah, so... Right. Well, re- real, real quick, like, Brazil is... Let's just say there's a lot of things about Brazil. I, I was down there and I saw the pacification or the, rem, the the aftermath of the pacification. The government went in. These were brutal videos. They just basically took over favelas. The government was so broken that for a long time... Gangs in favelas were de facto governments. Now they're trying to gain control over all these territories. I don't think you're going to see confidence in any of these systems. But I I want to stress, we're not Brazilian. I don't know what's going on in Brazil other than we're watching news reports about it and people are demanding the military takeover. So... Yeah, I, want, I want evidence,
4: if any. I'm not going to make claims without evidence, that's for but, sure. But, but it's, not,
1: it's, it's not even that. I mean, we're not Brazilian. I don't even know what, like, if someone came to you right now and said, like, Miguel, you know, Perez came out and, and showed this document, I'd be like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm, I've, I don't even know who that is.
2: The yeah, issue I mean. is, though, if, if something really bad happens in Brazil, there'll be another immigration issue where they will go up the Darien Gap all the way and cross the border. Like we've happened with Venezuela too, when the country fell Brazil
1: though, Brazil's massive. Yeah, I yeah. think
2: I think they can make it happen. Um, they got dollar coconuts in Rio. I don't want to be too bad, yeah. But at the same time, these people see American thing, oh better life. There's no election corruption over here. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this.
1: I, I take anybody who goes to the military and requests they take over, I'm not trusting, to be completely honest. Like that's the last thing anyone would want. If you, if you think you legitimately won, you then go to the military and ask them to take over your country, that doesn't sound... Yeah, that that
3: does that's not what some of legitimate. the protesters are, are calling for. No, for, for sure. And, uh, yeah. I, I don't think Bolsonaro is doing that. I think he officially con- conceded today. He didn't concede. Okay. Did he? I think so. I think I saw something right before this broadcast with him announcing that he's officially letting, uh, I letting know, off power.
1: I know that he was, basically letting, he was beginning the transition, but I heard that he didn't concede. What do you see?
4: Uh, I Yesterday, read a post on
3: Reddit saying specifically... That he did concede? Yeah. But, again, it's Reddit. Could be wrong. He we did, don't know what's going on Yesterday,
1: here. he had not conceded. Yeah. yeah, you might be right. But Look. the transition was beginning. Like, he was letting go with power and following the Constitution. That's, that's what was reported. I certainly hope you don't see a military takeover, man. That's not fun stuff.
3: No. No.
2: no.
1: But, uh, anyway, Sudan.
2: Yeah, South Sudan's the uh, world's newest country and definitely shows at the end of the day. Uh, bribery is rife. You go around anywhere, you have to pay money, especially if you're a foreigner like myself. You stand out like a sore thumb. The UN bears keeping the entire country on uh, lifelines, so they're just handing out free food and everything, but not actually uh, funding any agriculture and bringing some uh, farming techniques to teach them how to be self-sufficient it's just a money thing for money laundering the rich uh, people get richer because the uh, the money given by the UN our governments as well is going to their pockets instead of the average person living in a mud hut who doesn't have enough food to eat today it sucks and I think that could happen in Brazil at the end of the day you can get more tribal people fight um, amongst themselves like you said to him you've got uh, you've got people that, are belonging to certain areas, uh, not actually the government and country as a whole, and they'll associate with their tribal groups and then just fight amongst themselves. And I, I think Brazil could fall into that. And it could even get to a point where certain parts of Brazil separate because the geography of a country is so insane that it would make sense at the end of the day. And Bolsonaro, just,
3: I, I'm, just I'm just looking at it right now, he uh, is urging his supporters to stop the roadblocks and he has authorized the transition, didn't concede yet. Mm. So the Reddit post rose wrong. Let's
1: talk about Newsweek. Joe Biden. White House brags about Social Security check increase caused by inflation. This is one of the most epic mistakes ever made by a political organization, a political administration. They said, uh, where's, where's the tweet? Seniors are getting the biggest increase in their Social Security checks in 10 years through President Biden's leadership. What happened was Twitter had a community fact check which said, actually, it was a 1972 law passed by Nixon. And the reason the increase is happening is because inflation is insanely high. So the White House deleted the tweet. They accidentally celebrated that under, that inflation was caused by Joe Biden. You get that? They said, through Biden's leadership, they're seeing this increase. Talk about a major cell phone. Yeah, that, and
4: I don't like, OK, if my dollar deflates and so now it's worth 50 cents and I give you two dollars inflates. Uh, yeah. OK, you could say that the value of the dollar goes down. The money is inflated. So the value deflates. We'll call it that. Uh, so if I give you two of those
1: f- dollars that are each worth half, I can't say that I increased the amount of money I'm giving you. Yeah, you can. That's what they do. It, it's a lie. I know this, this is what, what America does. The United States will borrow let's, here, a simple version. They borrow 100 bucks from Japan. And that 100 bucks is worth, say, 100 apples. Like, what's the real value? 100 apples. Then they print another $100, cutting the value of the dollar in half. Now that same $100 Japan has can only buy 50 apples. So when they, when they say, I got to pay you back, they pay them back half. It's it's amazing how this stuff works. Yeah, yeah,
3: the value of the dollar has been going down dramatically. And, and the crazy thing is, it's not as bad as it is other places in the world. Like in mm-hmm. Europe and the developing world, holy cow, are they dealing with larger inflation yeah. numbers here? We're still seeing artificials wa- artificial ways that it's being kind of tamed. But there's a reason why I have this banker t-shirt. There's a reason w- their practices that they're doing is absolutely immoral and evil. And at the end of the day, just screws people over because if you have a if you have money say you're trying to save up for a rainy day you put it underneath your couch or your mattress whatever it may be that value of that money is being slowly liquidated away by government's unknown tax which is inflation and we're, we still haven't seen the larger ramifications from it this is just the beginning of the larger financial ramifications that we' we're, we're seeing not just from covid but also from those two thousand dollar checks that everyone got. It's, it's it's crazy that we had free, such free money. Free money. Right? Yeah, it's free. It just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> it, it's not free. It, AOC,
1: what, what did she advocate for? Debt spending, deficit spending?
3: Yeah. Oh Don't you
1: God. know modern monetary policy? Just yeah. print the money, spend it, and devalue the savings of everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Who
2: cares? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Your mo- wages become worthless. And modern currency is based on trust. That's the thing, too. And with the, uh, the trust in the government going down dramatically um, and every other government as is with the recession going on, too and China becoming more powerful. I, I seriously think the US dollar just can't keep doing this, taking every bashing, because it won't come out on top. And at the end of the day, the world global currency will switch onto something else. That's why China's devaluing their currency. They're probably playing the long game, and one day they're going to bounce up, and everyone will switch. I mean, uh, credit's due, where's due? Russia put their currency back up partially on the gold standard, right? Do you see that price shoot up? But nowadays, you know, the currency actually has no real value, and it's just, uh, it's just a paper straw that's about to break, basically.
3: Yeah, China also is is dealing with a lot of very heavy financial ramifications especially in their uh, real estate market and there, there's just there's just so much irresponsible, centralized banking going on that it's absolutely reckless to have any faith in the system. If you have faith in the system, you might as well believe in, Cla- in Santa Claus and, and uh, the Easter Bunny. You, you have more faith in, in those made-up ideas than you should in the banking system when you truly find out what's really happening behind the scenes. And
1: now we're on an infinite reserve system, meaning the banks can just— print out debt endlessly so mm-hmm. expect inflation to get substantially worse and never stop getting worse yeah. what
4: knowing that and having no or losing faith in that system the, the faith-based system the fiat system actually means faith uh, what would you advise? I'm I mean, buying, you're not a financial
1: advisor. I'm but buying Dogecoin. But buying I wouldn't crypto? advise anyone. I didn't say that. I said Dogecoin. Dogecoin. And uh, no, I'm kidding. I, I did buy Dogecoin, but I I would not give anyone advice on what to do because honestly, I have no idea. I would yeah. say
4: be care. I'm not a financial advisor, but what happened during the Great Depression was a lot of people were taking out loans on um, margin margin, meaning they didn't have the money to cover the loan if
1: the value. Dropped of the commodity that they were, and ordering. then the banks called the loans back in, and they had no yeah, money the, because the value dropped. And then they would have to sell off all their assets at a loss to pay back
4: the margin call. Yeah, uh, so yeah. I avoid I avoid that right now. I don't know what, yeah. the market could drop by uh, times, you know, one thousand. It could become worth a thousandth of what I, it's I worth. I mean,
3: the problem is being compounded because they've been prolonging a, 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 a correction. They've been making sure that there's going to be no downturns in the economy, and they artificially do that. They have been inflating this bubble more and more and more, and because of that, when it does finally correct itself, there's going to be so much pain. There's going to be so much suffering, and these policies were just being deliberately done, and we're screaming, hey this is stupid, this is stupid, this is stupid, this is going to lead to more pain, more havoc, more suffering for everyone, and no one's listening. And so, we're just continuing on with these same policies to now the point when the correction is going to happen, it's going to be massive and it's going to hurt
1: everyone. I, I saw a story about this guy. He found a, a, a tin full of cash in like his attic or whatever. It was like Grandpa hit up there. And it was something like 50 grand or whatever. And they were like, wow, so amazing. We found 50 grand. I'm like, that sure does suck. Yeah. Because it was worth 500 grand when your grandpa put up there. If only he bought gold and put it up there or or, or stock in An something. An empty lot yeah. in the city that's now yeah, developed seriously. all around. Yep. We're yeah. like, yep, the cash is worthless.
4: You think yep. like a president's going to come in and be like, all right, everybody, things are going to be very, very, very painful. Here's why. Now it gets painful. The, everyone would blame that person, that president. Like you were saying earlier, who wants to be a politician in this climate? Like, and then what would they be looked at as the worst president of all time because they were the ones that finally allowed the <laughs> the facetious system to fail. for a lot of reasons? Biden already is, but sure. And, but he hasn't he hasn't done the financial break. He's trying to like push it, push it, push it, kick it onto the next guy by printing more money and like slowing. But it's just like cre- building pressure so that when it does explode, it's going to be a bigger explosion. Yeah, or the can maybe down the road. we could transition to a better system without having a giant
3: explosion. What? You're still going to have to pay the bills, right? You're I don't still know. Have I don't think you do. Money. I don't think
4: you have to pay the Federal Reserve back all that interest. I mean, it's a private company. What what right does a private company
2: have to demand of the U.S. government anything? You know, I'm going to be very cynical here and say they're doing this on purpose. Because think about it, all these people, especially the Biden administration, they think in four-year terms, nothing else. They don't think about 10 years down the line, 20 years. And the Biden administration knows they screwed up with Biden completely. They know they're going to lose the next election. election. Uh, I think they have some self-awareness. I honestly think they're just trying to print as much money as they can, line the pocket of their friends like they're doing right now, until the next election cycle in, say, two years. And then the bag is passed over to the new right-wing president. And then suddenly um, everything collapses, like you said. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's their the plan. plan is- they want to basically sink uh, you know, the ship.
1: I have advice for people. Buy chickens. Chickens will live in pods. They will eat bugs. <laughs> and they will give you eggs.
4: I was talking with our chicken tender, Kim, the other day. And apparently what you can do is take cows in one paddock... They live there, they poop there. Then when they're they've saturated the area, you move them to the next paddock and then you move the chickens into where the cows were. They start sifting through the cow poop, refreshing the grass. They
1: they regenerate the land. Wait, no, no. The chickens destroy the grass. But they'll, they'll they actually they till that whole it's crazy. So we so we 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 cut off we sectioned off this area for the chickens. And it was tall grass. The chickens went in and oh. annihilated
3: it.
4: And get it ready for, for crops. Yeah, they'll right. they'll, they'll mm-hmm. get rid of
1: all the
3: weeds, which is the grass. Yeah. And then they'll, you that's have right. a crop but, land but after that. But you mentioned something that I want to add on specifically yeah. here. You just didn't just to change the, about chickens. Just, just to change the topic here <laughs> on, on your favorite topic here. Uh, I think what you mentioned is, is right. And it's not just you know, a politician that's going to come and save us. Because if we, if we look at what's been happening here, it, it's not a democratic problem. It's not a Republican problem. It's a duopoly problem, as of course, we mm-hmm. got to remember, Biden is spending money like crazy. He's deliberately destroying the energy sector. He's he's p- passing the Inflation Reduction Act, which doesn't reduce... Any inflation at all. And then, of course, we had the other guy beforehand that also spent a crap ton of money on the military industrial complex and started handing out $2,000 checks to everyone like it just came out of nowhere. So so whether it's Donald Trump, Biden, or even Obama, or even Bush or Clinton before him, they all made this problem worse. And what makes you think that another Republican coming into power is going to help this? It's not. But you think yep. that I think Miles, you're making yeah. the
4: point that they're going to plan to get someone of the political party they don't agree with in power before they tank the
2: economy. And who's right. they? No, I, think, like I think I think they're going to tank the economy as soon as, uh, say, the next Trump gets elected. Basically, no, the Republicans so, will win now. Yeah, they'll they'll win they'll win the next election basically, but they'll cause the global crisis. They'll time it because they've got all the numbers, they've got all the calculations. I think they know what's going to happen. They'll time it to such a point that the big recession happens when the Republicans come back into power, and they'll go, oh look, what the Republicans have done. They've come into power. It was bad underneath our terms, but that was because of Trump. And then they'll say, look, they're in power now. It's worse than ever. Not even Trump. I, mean, I think Trump's going to be playing, playing the game here. If it's a populist, if it's someone
3: who's going to come in and be like, hey, I could finally represent the people of America, I think China, Wall Street, and all these other larger financial institutions and the Federal Reserve will come to them be like, you will? okay, we'll we'll destroy this whole game right now. You better play along or we're going to tank the economy deliberately and blame it all on you. Yeah. What do you want there, buddy? And I think the next president, even if they're going to be a populist, even if they're going to be representing the will of the people, that's the perfect opportunity for them to finally drop all the bags.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, I used to be an investment banking analyst for a few months as well. Yeah. And I've got still friends of our field and I met Martin Screlly a few weeks ago, you know, for a, a few meetups, lovely guy. <laughs> but they are sounding alarm bells right now. They are yep. basically saying, hey, I'm going to put some extra money aside and liquidate it and put some crypto or I'm going to buy some extra food or I'm mm. going to buy some farmland, you know, and learn a little bit about farming or raise my kids to learn how to uh, sew so clothes back together. <laughs> and these are bankers earning, you know, $200,000, $300,000 right. a year at the minimum. Things you are will, only gonna get worse. You will own nothing and you will be happy.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, yeah. Check out this.
3: So I'll give you one of my shirts. Next time you're around them, you could, you could wear this. shirt. What, if
2: my career doesn't pop off and I have to go back to that lifestyle, I'll wear that to the interview. Good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's check out this story here. California Governor Gavin Newsom admits the Democrats have been destroyed on messaging and crushed in the narrative as they race a Republican red wave in the midterms. And here's the RCP projection. There it is. The updated map shows Republicans taking 54 seats. Democrats, 46. New Hampshire is going Republican. They're saying Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, New Hampshire, all going Republican. Now I got a question. If if Zeldin in some polls is leading in New York, could New York possibly go Republican in the Senate as well? That'd be huge. You you could could, could you imagine what would happen if the Republicans actually took over sixty Senate seats? That'd be crazy.
4: Uh, it's a lot of pod people in New York City. I'm gonna start calling people that live in apartments in in deep cities pod people. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of a term <laughs> of endearment, guys. I know you're listening right now. Just, no, it's not. I lived in a pod. <laughs> I lived in
2: a pod for many years, so it's not it's not an insult. Been looking around the apartment from wall to wall, like uh, five feet to five feet, going, yeah, I guess. Cement. Walls. So as
1: as everyone in here has always been the staunchest of Republicans. Uh, How are you going to celebrate? How are you? Hey there. How are you going to celebrate when your favorite political party wins supreme control over the government in a
3: week? You're just trying to trigger me right now.
1: Trigger you? No No one. I I don't like. You're not even American, Serge. Are you Republican? No. Then no one in this room has 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 been a traditional Mm -hmm. Republican. No. And here we are being like, oh, it's better they win, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we can acknowledge the Republican Party is mostly trash, but we don't
4: want the Democrats to win. When it comes to this, I don't even know who the Democrats are that are running. So to be honest, I vote for people. I don't vote for political parties. If the people are better, but they have a team on their shirt, I will not vote for John. I would not advocate voting for John Fetterman because he just suffered a stroke. He's not in a healthy mind state right now. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Dr. Oz politically, but he seemed cogent.
2: He's Uh, more cogent
4: than Fetterman, at least. You
2: know. Yeah. Yeah. For Republicans today, or just for Democrats uh, ten years yes. ago? You yeah. Know? yeah <laughs> <absolutely>. No difference. <laughs> Literally. we just yeah. get
3: a little time there before they fully implement all the agenda.
4: Mm. When yeah. the uh, who does the RCP Real Clear
1: Politics? How do they get their numbers? It's a it's a uh, an aggregation of polls. So you've got a bunch of different polls. That's whether are basing projections on the Yeah, so we, we
3: also you? got to understand the, the polls are routinely wrong. They were telling you that Hillary Very Clinton true. had a ninety-nine to ninety percent chance of winning the yes, election.
1: Yes, but they're they're wrong by like seven points against the Dem- against the Republicans. Meaning, if they're using the polls to show a projection of fifty-four Republican seats, and they're off again by seven to thirteen points, that was like the, the swing. I mean, it could be way more. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. I, look if the let's say this. So when we look at um, New York Senate, Schumer versus Pinion, Schumer's up 18, 11, 17, 14, and 12. If the polls are off by 13 points, and that's that's massive, I really doubt it, I really doubt it, then it could be a tie. But I, I don't think so. I do think, however, if people in New York go out and vote, they absolutely could get a Republican in the Senate in New York if every single person went out and vote. The polls are meaningless because Democrats aren't enthusiastic right now. They're upset about Democratic leadership. The gas prices are are too dang high. And so right now, the Republicans who are enthusiastic have, have an opportunity. These polls show Schumer way up. Sure. But how many of those people who want to vote for him say or who say they're going to vote for him actually care to go out and vote? The
2: Democrats aren't offering you anything, so they might not even show up. I, I kind of worry about blue Texas at the end of the day. I mean, ever since the California started running away, and then saying, "Oh wait, California sucks," Let's vote exactly the same in our new states. I think we could see some surprises. But uh, Texas has been turning redder. Yeah, oh, that's, that's good.
3: That's good her. news. <laughs> that's because a lot of conservatives have been moving away from. No, no, no. The, the Latino 12. vote
1: in South in the in the in the Rio Grande Valley mm-hmm. flipped from Democrat to Republican. Yes. So I mean, people are fed up with the border crisis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not only people that are from...
5: like Is,
3: is that where Elon Musk also voted? Yes. He voted yeah. also for yeah. a Republican. Yeah. He said he voted Republican? Yeah, Elon Musk. Did. Look
1: yeah. at this. So. New Mexico is being projected as going Democrat, right? Mm. For the for the governorship. But if the polls really are busted, swinging up to seven points, then it's, it's actually leaning Republican. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm not a pollster. I don't know to what degree the polls will or won't be busted this time around. New Mexico doesn't have any uh, senators up. Colorado... The the Bennett in Colorado against uh, O'Day is up uh, two points in the latest poll from Trafalgar, eight from Emerson, six from Marist, and nine from DFP. Overall spread is 6.2. If the polls are off by seven points, Republican could win there. Everyone needs to go out and vote.
3: What what does it show in Arizona with uh, Kerry
1: Lake? Oh, with Kerry Lake? Oh, I think it's, it's hands down. I think the projection... It's showing it's contested. No, it's up Lake across the board. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's like one, there's one, one that. poll showing a tie and one with Hobbs up one, but let's look at, um, Senate in the Senate, Arizona is leaning. See, this is interesting. Hmm. All the Blue. polls show Mark Kelly leading in Arizona, yet they're projecting masters will win. <laughs> Why is that?
7: Yeah.
1: Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens, man. Be right one way. Cause, cause project. Cause is it, is it because they're like, Hey, look, we think the polls are going to be wrong. Hmm. New Hampshire, I think, even shows for the most part. Hassan is up, but Baldock is up one in the St. An- Anselm poll. And
3: didn't Tulsi campaign for uh, Baldick?
1: Yeah, she just endorsed him, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. Oh, no, no, she she just endorsed Masters. Tulsi so, Gabbard. Amazing that she left Congress and is more
4: influential now. I like Maybe that. that's why she did. It might have yeah. been, yeah. She couldn't I don't, have done anything in the
1: party, who knows? She could have left the Democratic Party a while
4: before. She could have, I guess. very true. Yeah, Bernie too.
3: Yeah.
1: Duckworth.
3: Blech. Man, Illinois, what is wrong with these places? I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in Arizona and Pennsylvania. I mean, that's pretty much where I'm these, going to be keeping a close states. eye on, on Election Day because that's going to decide the future of this country.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. What's the Pennsylvania
1: polls look like right now? Doug Mastriano I think it's favoring Fetterman for very, the most part.
3: Oh, he's at the decision... Yeah, he's
1: up 0. 0.4. How? I don't even know. Decision but, Desk said Oz's chance of winning is 54% to like Fetterman's 45 or after something After that. After like that debate, I, I, you,
4: maybe you should have to watch the debate to vote. I don't know, but how do, no, you, how I, do you make I, sure something like this? Someone is why I think
1: it? service guarantees citizenship, right? Oh, you don't even need ID to vote. Trust me, they are not going to uh, put any barriers to entry. <laughs> this, this right here, I feel like with Fetterman and Oz, it's like a test aliens are putting us through. <laughs> and they're like they're in the spaceship, and it's like, beep barp, are they voting for Fetterman? They are. Ah, like they're they're testing <laughs> us to see millennia. if we're worthy of of joining the Galactic Federation. But we're voting for a guy who's who's actually got brain damage and can't speak or understand words that just goes to show you that these people are not serious people the voters are not serious people they don't care and if anything if there was a conspiracy i'd argue it was an attempt to make learned people wish for despotism because you realize how many stupid people there are that will vote themselves to jump off a cliff that's why we built the federal government to begin with or at least why we built the senate that's why we aren't
4: a democracy yeah, Republic. Yeah, we have better men in quotes I don't for know now. Better men in the Senate <laughs> to make sure that the mob doesn't vote in moronacy I don't know
1: how you moronicity.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's like. an I'm making up words. Sure. Like, Anianism. I heard that's it's okay Neon. to do that. <laughs> it's totally fine. Yeah. All right, yeah, so, totally okay. uh,
1: we're gonna have a big show on election day. We're gonna be. We're gonna have pizzas and wings, and we're just gonna mm. sit here. I'm gonna eat like a bowl of wings.
3: Beef because. liver. I'm gonna bring the beef liver. <laughs> <You> yeah, <know. laughs> change it up she here bad. a little bit.
1: But I gotta. I gotta say, look. If you think the Republicans won already, then they're going to lose for real. Yeah, because you're not going to go out and vote. And that's you what that, that's what they're hoping them. for. The, the yeah. reason we may be seeing these stories like Republicans are going to win is that Republicans are like, oh, OK, I don't got to go out. No, no, no. Now is the time you got to go out because I'll tell you this. If they're saying you're going to win already, then make it a super majority. Make yeah. it like a crushing defeat. Like people talk about when you're when you're defending yourself, how you got to make sure you stop the fight. You know, you, you have to make sure you use adequate force to prevent someone from being able to fight. When we're talking about politics, you want to win a decisive political victory to the point where the Democrats feel so demoralized they drop these garbage ideas. They have a reckoning where they say, hey, you know those things we were promoting that really hurt us in a way we've not seen in decades? Let's not advocate for those things anymore. That's what we need to see. Send a message.
4: Yeah. And also don't celebrate when your candidate wins. You got to hold their feet to the fire and make sure that they represent you properly. It's, it's just a tendency in American politics for the once they get into office to just fall into the oligarch's yep. pocket. And it is up to you to run this country. Yeah. We are running this country together, the people.
3: Mm-hmm. On election day, are we going to start early or is it just know. 8 to 10? it's
1: not 8 to 10 we're probably going to go late There's not yeah. going to be a members only we're going to just just chill here and have Keep pizza yeah.
3: like, we, you might, we we're going to have be, people rotating in and out we might be waiting a long time to see what happens in <laughs> Pennsylvania yeah so, it, may, it
1: may go on a few days yeah, we yeah. may be trapped here live for a Cheer, few weeks telethon. let's do a telethon telethon <laughs> yeah no I think we might go we, we, we might go could raise early. money
3: for a beat barp special our election
1: night just let the live stream roll we'll hang out maybe like As we're chilling for results, play some music. Maybe we'll work at the Commander decks, play some Magic the Gathering. That'd be awesome. While we're waiting. Get some coffee. (laughs) I like it. I like those days where people just roll in and out. Kind of like take seats, you get up and leave, come back. Yeah, we're going to have a bunch of people here. Okay, actually. And we're gonna have people chilling in the seats and they're gonna come in and, and swap out and it will be fun. It'll be an extended show. But uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if we can make Serge press the buttons for that long. Uh, well,
5: luckily I've got some other people that are learning how to do this
3: too.
1: There we oh, go. It's actually cool, right. a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. So we'll yeah. be like the buttons may be pressed incorrectly, but we don't maybe care. I'll but push he, the
4: buttons for a few minutes. Day, hopefully. You don't
3: wanna do it for days and days and days, Serge? Non-stop. Come on. What, kind, do, what kind of what kind of attitude day? is this? Like building an day, algorithm. Right. We gotta wait until the votes in Pennsylvania get in. Yeah, very okay, true. Take a look at this. How long do you think it's going to take? Uh, a couple days. Who wants to read this one? Ian, you got this. Uh,
4: yeah, let me see. It. There's a glare on the screen, so uh, I got this.
1: Panic is starting to set in.
4: I, I too much <laughs> for Democrats. It's just not. It's not
1: just Nevada. In you In multiple it. key states, Democrats are not hitting the early vote, plus VBM numbers they need to counteract an election day red wave. John Ralston from Election Wizard. John Ralston says, for those wondering, I just confirmed that there is no backlog of mail waiting to be processed. This is not a good scenario at all for Dems, unless USPS not processing fast enough. No massive Clark is in 2020. As I have said, this is an apple. Other cycles are oranges. So basically, they're hoping there was a big stack of mail-in ballots that were going to get jammed up. That would be good news for Dems. It ain't there. Mm-hmm. So this might actually end that night very decisively. You know, American...
4: One of the things Americans have always been great at, in my opinion, is being real. Like, it, it, this country came from hard times. And when you see someone like Joe Biden just flubbing things, it's, you can't, your spirit cannot deny it. It's, it's too hard to pretend like that's okay for a long time. And that I, gives me hope. Unfortunately, it's like you gotta be demoralized to the place where you give up on the American dream But it was a nightmare to begin with. You know, it was all the American dream. Yeah, it was all based on conquest and like OPEC dollar forcing people to use our dollars. Well, uh, that's capitalizing off the back of the destruction of Europe and World War Two. Something very different. It's basically that with a single job, you can buy a house, get a car, raise no, it two isn't. kids. Some chickens. Yeah. No, it isn't. That's the American dream. Is that no, it One isn't. person from nothing can come up and have a life like a the car, American a house, and kids. The American dream is upward
1: mobility. Yeah. And then what happens is you get a bunch of these communist college students who think it means you can literally not work and just be rich. The American dream was that you could move to America as a Chinese immigrant, move your family into a studio apartment, and then work eight, uh, 80 hours a week until you finally put your kids in college. And then they, then they get jobs making $50,000 a year and don't have to go through what you did. Then they can have cell phones in their own apartment. That was yeah. the American dream. And then all of a sudden, these, these, these communists come out and they're like, the American dream is dead. Since when was the American dream that you're born to an upper class family, go to college, and then get a mid range, six figure job at a tech firm? There's st- these are people who get jobs at like vice and do literally no work all day. Don't even show up half the time and they're like, The American dream is dead. There's a video, did you see the viral video of that of that TikToker? On like with on Twitter, the Starbucks.
2: Yeah, yeah. She uh, no, like uh, I
1: had to work eight hours on Saturday. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh man, it, it, it's a, it's it's a, a a TikToker working at Starbucks crying, saying we need a union because they schedule me to work eight hours on Saturday and Sunday, and it's wrong and it's not fair. The think- American dream was that you got to work 16 hours a day. And you got to make enough money to eventually put your kids in a better situation. That was the American dream. Yeah,
3: the the immigration story is the story of my family. You know, my dad had to sacrifice a lot, risk a lot. Mm -hmm. and Fleeing the Soviet Union. Yeah, I mean, working for essentially slave labor uh, off the books to try to, of course, bring me over to, to the United States and, now, and give me opportunity. And I know that, that hey, we, I have a lot of opportunities here that I wouldn't have in Poland. I got to take advantage of it. Yeah. I got to make sure that I'm on my A game. I got to make sure I got to work hard because at the end of the day, no one's going to give you anything. And that's a lesson that a lot of these people need to learn immediately.
1: Right. Here's, the, here's the American dream, that Luke's family were, uh, Poland was a Soviet satellite. It wasn't officially Soviet Union, is that it? Yeah. So your family flees is very, this, this hardship to come to America... And 30 years later, or 20 some odd years later, their son having having his father having sacrificed all of this, his son appears on a Times Square billboard ad several a, a couple a couple times that's the american dream well i don't, I don't know you know in all seriousness Luke did you, yeah, do you think sure your dad sure. ever expected that the life he would give you would lead to something so tremendous?
3: He he made sure to make me aware of it when I was growing up. He was like, I I almost died coming (laughs) here a number of times. So you better make something out of yourself because if you don't, no one else will. No one's going to give you anything here. You got to work hard for it. And was he like why are you chasing around these people with a camera yeah yeah doing? like, like he's like go to college become a doctor or a lawyer I'm like I hate all of these people and college is a scam and whole uh, the whole, <laughs> whole economy is gonna gonna fail and then this was right before 2008 I, was, I remember that car ride going to school I was like I'll do it for them because I, I, otherwise I wish I, w- I would have never gone to school but I did it I for them same. I got my little piece of paper I gave it to them as soon as I graduated I'm like here you go this is pointless I wasted a lot of money I wasted my right. time I made sure I took no money from them I worked a full-time job doing that. But this is the kind of ethic that they teach you. You got to work for it. You can't take out loans. You can't borrow money that you don't have. You have to earn it. You have to work for it and that's something that I see a lot of people missing people Mm -hmm. don't have that people don't have that hunger or that you know people always said you know like hey they went to journalism school and I remember being there with them they're like yeah we got to wait four years we're gonna go through all the lessons and we're gonna go out there and maybe interview some politicians I said screw you I'm stealing a press credential finding out how you guys do it making it on my own facing the mayor off next week and I did and the mayor ended up calling the school getting me in trouble but that's a different (laughs) story uh but but I went out there I was hungry I hated it. these politicians who were lying to the people. No journalist was asking them any legitimate questions. And I was like, I have to do it because no one else is doing it. This is my opportunity to finally fill a void in society that could help them. And that's when I, when I when went on my spree, confronting all the politicians all throughout the United there's, States.
1: There's two American dreams in this story. Your, your, your mom and your dad fleeing a hardship to give you a better life. And you coming from a family that had to flee and then making a, a, a better life for yourself through hard work. That's the American dream. Well, the it Ameri- exists. It's waiting right there for you. It was yeah. coined
4: by James Truslow Adams in 1931, American dream, and his, quote, life should be better and richer and fuller for everyone with opportunity for each according to ability or achievement. I agree with the sentiment. The reality is the Federal Reserve is deciding who gets the money. And if you are born into poverty, you don't have any money. So the dream is like, were you born into wealth? How, uh, did you listen to a word we just said? Yeah. The upward mobility, like free speech allows for people to create great work. But unless you play the game, the, the fascist game, you're what, not... What,
1: what game is Luke? Is Luke getting federal right, reserve paying funny? taxes? Like, he's he's
4: supporting sure. the war in Iraq by paying taxes? Oh, come on. <laughs> it's not personal, but I we've all been part of this. There,
1: there's, there's very few people in the world who have done uh, more combating the false narratives of the war in Iraq than Luke.
3: Dude, Luke is a golden god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get that on the <laughs> Look table. Look at this guy oh, 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 here. A <laughs> little
3: exaggeration there. You know, but. My, my oh,
1: point no. is... There's a lot of bad things. We fight against them. But the reality is in the United States, which is very different from many other countries on this planet, you can be dirt poor and work hard and succeed. I, and there's one, there's one factor. They found this is scientifically proven. Perseverance. Yeah, well, true. you can be rich and fail. And they, they you read these studies. They're, they're, they're very fascinating. There was a TED talk I watched where they said they, found, they, they went to kids who were born to multimillionaire families, to billionaire families. And they, these kids were failing. Hunter Biden, look at him. How about that? And they say, what was causing them to struggle and fail so often? Now, of course, with rich families, they're never homeless. But the dude's teeth right out of his face. His laptop is full of all this just, just destruction and chaos. Total failure. It was there was one factor. No matter how rich you are, no matter how smart you are, no matter how strong you are perseverance was the one factor in success. Yeah. And
3: Miles, I think you also take life by the balls as well. You, you've you taken advantage of some crazy situations, traveled everywhere. What's some of the craziest places? What's the craziest place you traveled to?
2: Well, apart from the TimCast studio, I I, <laughs> <laughs> I I would honestly say many places in Afghanistan, and those people there work very hard as well. And they've got the same issue they do it's in America. Because in, in America, you know, you, uh, you pay for an expensive degree and you, you can't get a job afterwards basically, even if it's sometimes a good degree. In Afghanistan, they actually get free and very hebs- heavily subsidized degrees as well. So these people uh, have pharmacy jobs and they're actually just working on the streets saying bananas. So they have the same issues, I think, at the end of the day. Um, and that's why I think Afghanistan's crazy. they It's basically um, a failed US state because that's what it was for 20 years. That's yeah. what they did. They made it a puppet state. And then now you're seeing it all crumble down. You would need 100 years of
1: social engineering to actually succeed in, with, with this nation-building stuff. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's uh, ridiculous uh, concept.
2: This would be controversial. Um, if you really want to nation-build, you, you cannot have the population survive. Because at the end of the day, these right. people are not going to give up their religion and their beliefs, and they're very solid, and they're completely different from Western beliefs. You see Van Europe as well. You see all these uh, people coming across illegally, and they just don't integrate. They just don't get on. And with Afghanistan, it just made them a bit more radical.
7: Yeah, that's yeah. well. This is why you need a hundred
1: years. You need to erase previous generations. You need to have the kids who are growing up be, be brought up in in a culture that is that is Westernized American. And then when they grow up, you have to make you have to keep separating their their, their, their uh, the the younger generations from the older generations, so that a hundred years can go by and they can completely have you can have erased their culture and traditions. It's the only way you'd be able to
4: do it. Tough to do because mm-hmm. Afghanistan is desert. So you got. Yep. Like the greater things about the United States that makes it us able to live like this with huge cities is the imports of grain and and, and corn and stuff like that. Yeah. Afghanistan has none of that. Yeah.
2: Afghanistan's technically not even a country at the end of the day. Before the British evaded, it was just an enclave of uh, several states surrounded by mountains, and mm. you'd have a village here, and then they would not contact the other village on the other side of the mountain. And it was a bunch of tribes infighting. But then when they were pressured by the Russian Empire and the British Empire, they, they basically came together and said, oh, one struggle and fought every single person.
4: You know, with the American Dream conversation, like, there are there is room for upper mobility, I agree with that. But I think this, this what is this guy's name again, that created the the term anyway the guy that created the term it's 1931 it sounds like federal reserve propaganda if you work hard you can make it they just want a bunch of slave workers like hard work doesn't get you anywhere if you do it every day at mcdonald's you got to work smart that's not like true. You not definitely true. True, I disagree dude. with you. You will be working for $14 an hour until you're 60. It's about learning
3: service. You could learn by working at McDonald's how customers work, what mm-hmm. people are buying, when they're buying it. You could meet like-minded individuals. You could make connections there. You could learn didn't, how businesses are run. You could learn mm-hmm. customer management. You could learn so much about why McDonald's is successful. And you could take what you learned from being inside of that company, learning their secrets, and implement didn't it in the, your own business. That's didn't, working didn't
1: smart. did the yeah. CEO yep. of UPS like, start as like, a, a loader of a truck or something? Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah and yeah, there's yeah. a lot of those stories. But how yep. many
2: people can do this, though? How many people could be entrepreneurs? How many people could solve their own business or do their own little independent side? Probably 1,13,000th so of the population. Scientifically, yeah.
1: all that matters is perseverance. Yeah. Um, as yeah, yeah, yeah. long as you is you, you you remain convicted to your goals, you yeah. succeed. I, I don't see, but, I see but, a lot but, of people trying bro, on it's, it's, there's, there's, there's There's like... Okay, I'm, I, did, I, I, I read tons of scientific studies where they tracked decades of people. But unless you're smart. Just look it up. Unless, unless
4: you're smart, you will continue to repeat
3: y- the same problem that's keeping Ian, you in the position. Ian, a little bit of smart, but hungry perseverance yes. and wanting it really bad. That's the key right there that a lot of people are missing and they give up because they, their mental mind state is, is that they're going to be unsuccessful. You gotta be smart mm-hmm. to succeed in the United States. You gotta be hungry. To that's, come that's, from that's no true. money how, and to make money, you gotta be you smart. That's not true.
2: Yeah. How can you be hungry when you're, you've you got loads of fast food to be given to you when everything's been handed someone a silver platter? you're not starving, but at the same time, you're staying afloat and that's keeping people complacent. At the end of the day, it's a
3: choice. And that choice is go to McDonald's, go get some beef liver, go get some vegetables. They're a lot cheaper. and, and but, but it's all about where you decide to take your time. And I think the one thing that is standing in the way is taxes, regulations, and rules and licenses that do prevent a lot of people from starting their own businesses, from being able to commence commerce. Where in the United States, we have police officers shutting down lemonade stands. If we should be doing one thing is teaching people positive mindsets and at the same time getting government out of the way so people could fix our problems financially through just pure real capitalism. We're going to go to Super Chats. If
1: you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel and share the show with your friends. Become a member at TimCast.com. We're going to have a members only show coming up for you at about 11 p.m. And don't forget, head over to LosingMyMind.net, pre-save the new song, Genocide, the video's coming out Friday morning along with the song. The song, it's uh, it's overtly political. We're putting it right before the election for that reason. The music video is even better. Even better. The song is, um, it's basically about institutions. And uh, that's there's a reason why it's called Genocide. I'm losing my mind. It is a and and you'll notice the image on losingmymind.net is a news anchor desk with the COVID uh, with with I'm sorry I didn't say that a virus a virus <laughs> an unknown an unknown virus a, sick, a sickness Un, an unlabeled sickness what is it yeah. called. Um, What's that kind? Of, it's a specific
4: kind of uh, virus. I don't know. COVID's a specific type of virus. What kind of virus? Coronavirus. Uh, it's a coronavirus. Band-maid, yes. Yes. No, no, it's non coronavirus. Yes.
1: I th- is there a smiley face? A smiley
2: face. Oh, so, it's gorgeous.
1: All right, here we go. Matthew Recamp says Seamus has made several parody political parody political ads recently. Could you ask him for me what it would take to get him to buy ad space on YouTube for them? Perhaps. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what you're referring to, though. All right. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. in the chat, he says, Tim Harumph, I say no amnesty, no compromise, no mass. We try to be reasonable. They have decided this this for us. Fine. Now, fire with fire is the only way they're going to wish they just let us be. Let us just be. I'm saying I hope many of these MAGA Republicans file subpoenas, launch investigations. Joe Biden gets impeached. All of that stuff we saw under Democrats. Normies Get Out says, Luke, I'll buy all your shirts if you say abolish the ATF in your intro.
3: Well, it's too late I'll for that, that. <laughs> but uh, that's I should make an abolish the ATF shirt. Um, but yeah, abolish the ATF. Obviously. Why, that, why wouldn't the, he say that? That's yeah, like that's an easy one. That's common sense, right? That's I, like funny. Funny. I, I saw that one, and I thought he meant you have to abolish the actual agency, and then he would buy all the shirts. Oh. But well, well, you don't have, have to buy right? all the shirts, but you know. <laughs> thank you for that.
1: Darkos says, I didn't believe Ian was 43. And when I look him up, I can't find his current age anywhere except for a place that said he was 31 and went by (laughs) Crossmac.
4: Yeah, that's my first YouTube channel is Crossmac. And you can see I was 26 when I started making videos in 2006, 27, something like that.
1: Born in 79. I don't know how to confirm it, though. Ian's actually 23. 23 years old. 23 years old. That's right. He's a very young man. Very young. Let's see what we got here. Toy News Quarterly says... If politics are frustrating you, I'm starting a magazine focused on action figures and toy photography. Find me on I ST oh, oh, on Instagram. OK, I There you go. I am says Eon is playing the slow game, and that's how the left always wins by obstructing every move along the way. He needs a rapid action plan to win. Right. He goes in and says, I can't act rashly. I'm going to talk to them. And then they just slowly erode and claw. And then eventually uh, he's just sitting there along with the woke council being like, I understand why you want to ban Alex Jones again. Yeah, that makes sense. We can't let him back on the platform. There you go. There's
5: a good, uh, good Elon impression down.
1: Alahad says, Tim, how come you are releasing the song the same day as Tom McDonald? Too much awesomeness for me. Thank you for recommending his music. Much love from Mexico. Tom McDonald's fantastic. Uh, He's got a song coming out. So the the reason people put music out on Fridays is because that's when Billboard begins calculating the the metrics for the song. And the reason why Friday is going to be a big song release day, especially if you do political music, is because the election is that Tuesday. So we really want this song to hit right before the election. We want it, uh, you know, people on Monday to be listening to it the uh the video itself i think we've uh it's it's probably gonna be controversial it literally will be controversial and probably generate a, a bunch of I'll, I'll end up trending on twitter because of it and then uh ian's got the best part in it in my opinion yeah i'm not gonna hot. say too much yeah. but uh the video itself you know was are pushing, pushing some boundaries Gr- great surprise guests that's all i thought so too <laughs> great surprise guests Te- technically not. Technically not. Yeah, we'll technically so. Technically not. Metaphorically. Um. Uh, you know. Uh. For. Um. What's What's the right word? Figuratively. Figurative guests. Yes. And. Um. Legally distinct from guests' <laughs> appearances. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> there you go. All right, everyone. You're all hyped up. Losing my Okay. Misero says, Tim, can you shout out one very important thought by Boards of Canada? I think everyone should hear it. Well, there you go. Is that a song or something?
5: Yeah, it is. Borders of Canada. Oh, Roof. cool. All
1: okay. right. Samuel Latcher says, Get ready for lots of delayed election results due to extended vote counting. Tim, where are the 4 p.m. segments? I never see them on YouTube. They're on YouTube. I yes. don't know. I see them. Yeah. They're they're there. Monday, a Friday and Monday, I did live streams, though. So, uh, oh, that might be it. Yeah, if you didn't see those two, but... Uh, It's crazy. I might. YouTube is basically screaming in my face to do live streams instead of recorded segments because they got like double the views of a standard video by going live. Hmm. So it could just be that there was really big news. Sure. But I think YouTube probably just likes live streams. Probably. KCB says, question for Ian. If given the choice between open source Internet or perfecting nanotube nano onion technology, which are you picking? Open sourcing, it's
4: not enough. If you were going to free the software code of large social networks, I'd choose that. But it needs to be AGPL3 as a software license because people are going to take them and add things to it. And we need the additions to also be free. I go with that. We can make the graphene on our own.
1: Chad says, Tim, it's Chad from Twitter. Please return my wife's calls, you stud. (laughs) No. She needs to leave me alone. I guess. I don't know. Sure. All right. Gabriel Martinez says, Luke, Satan was unavailable. It's called the ADL. Revelations 2.9. Yikes. kaper hmm. 2 x says, the quartering's Jeremy is right. Turning Twitter around is like steering a super tanker. It's impossible to do it on a dime. Let's give Elon time to understand the mechanics of the place before starting the radical changes.
3: Yeah, but don't add fuel when it's going in the wrong direction. Hmm. And that's exactly what he did.
1: Miss Mary says, I hope everyone realizes that Elon is up against a whole lot of powerful people who could destroy the entire platform at their whim. He has to work with what he has until he can build what he wants. Agreed. Agreed. Michael D'Ambrosio. Hey, Tim, native Fredneck here. Kind of odd having my hometown always talked about of such a random place. Libs and Democrats invaded out west to flee what they created in Baltimore and PG and DC. That's right. Now they're coming here. Mm-hmm. They're coming to West Virginia. Yo yeah, oh, man. It's funny because uh, in in West Virginia, you know there's raccoons, there's bears, there's critters, and people go out and will you know use guns depending on the, the critter. and then uh, the, the, you, can, you can tell when someone's from DC because they'll post online complaining about like the gunshots or whatever. <laughs> and then all the natives are just like, is this a joke? Like I remember I went outside weren't we're even in Maryland, and it sounds like automatic gunfire going off for like two hours. Because there's just a ton of people all shooting guns like crazy. And this is Maryland, you know. But when you're in Western Maryland, you're basically West Virginia. These counties tried to secede. They issued letters like, we want to join West Virginia. We don't like Maryland. I think that'd be great. What is this? Bilks. I can't remember what your name is. But he says, came across a Gizmodo article today on Yahoo related to Julie Powell's last tweet. They say you capitalize on premature deaths to push a narrative, basically. Sounds like slander to me. Yeah, she was the lady who, uh, she died. She was 49. Mm-hmm. And she had, her last tweet was that she had black, hairy tongue. Oof. Yeah, dead cells on her tongue. Her previous Lovely. tweets were also
3: just very Scary shocking stories, and man. very bombastic.
5: Yeah.
1: Stinky Whizzleteats says, where's the beef, Elon? Tim Pool. The beef? Yeah, we bought those, uh, those epic protein bars. Oh, I just had one. So They're good. so good. Yeah. Amazing. It's it crazy. It melts in my mouth. And it's, yeah, it's, it's meat. yeah, It's meat. Yeah. Which one did you, with the beef? Or yeah, yeah the, the jalapeno. Jalapeno beef, so good. So we got protein bars. We wanted to get like the least amount of ingredients possible. And it's just like g- pepper, garlic, onions, beef.
2: Did you have one, mile? No, I take, need one. Yeah, for You offered me one later. Yeah, yeah we got jalapeno. a bunch of them. We'll grab one oh, when we excellent. do them. They're they're only. so
4: good. Real salty, though. You don't need more than one. No, they're, they're not that cake. salty. Unless you're working out a lot, I they're guess. They're not that salty. I had two and I over But I wasn't sure? I wasn't sweating. I don't think there's a lot of
1: salt in there. They're really
4: made for if you're on the road or if you're working out. Like, that is really what those things are for. Hmm. Yeah. Replenish your salt.
1: Whoa, look at this. Mike E says, cut all the excess carbs in my diet this time last year after hearing Tim's success with it. I started at 395 last year, and I weighed in at 300 today. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, dude. Wow. Amazing,
5: wow. Yeah, props, man.
1: See, that's what I'm talking about. Get those sugars out of there, man.
5: Good job, man.
1: I mean, I'm not a doctor. I'll just tell you what I did. I got rid of the sugar and I dropped 30 pounds in like, I dropped 20 pounds in like a month. And then after that, like a couple months later, the next 10 just came off. So that's what it's all about. Get those sugars out of there. And you know what I find too? It's like, if you can go a few days without the sugar, you, you get disgusted by it almost. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, so I I went, we went, uh, got like bubble tea or whatever. And those little balls are very sugar. They're starchy. Tapioca balls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like they told me they don't put extra sugar in it. And when I gave it to me, I took a sip, and it was—it tasted like drinking, like, actual Mrs. Butterworths. So yeah. It was like, imagine <laughs> yeah. someone, I'm just like, I can't do this, man. Yeah, the, the
3: sugary drinks is where they get you. There's so much high fructose corn syrup in there. And if you start yeah. cutting it down, if you have a full dose of it, like, I, I remember before, a couple of years ago, I just had, you know, full doses of full drinks. And I'm like, this is absolutely insane. And you just feel nasty when you when you drink it.
2: See, I've done the complete opposite. When coming to America, I've eaten the typical American diet of just fast food every single day uh, just because I want to try it. And I feel terrible, man. It's so bad. (laughs) When I go home, I'm going to lose so much weight. Yeah. Yeah. Chick-fil-A is worth it
4: sometimes.
1: Atypical American diet. That's what I want to start referring to
4: crap as. Mm. Oh, yeah. That is an atypical lifestyle.
1: All right. CJB says, Tim, you neglect to consider Elon may be using these organizations on the disinfo board to run interference with media, advertisers and app stores. It really could be political chess and Musk gets final say on bans. I have considered that. And my point is, with the opening segment, even after he brought these people in, they still attacked him. Even after he said, we are going to police hate speech, they're still quitting the platform. There is nothing you can do. They're psychotic and in a cult. So Elon can keep being like, you know, I'm going to talk to them and play 4D chess. It doesn't matter. Nothing he does is going to appease a bunch of cultists. But I get it, to be fair. You know, he's trying. Sure. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I still think we're, we're looking at a net positive with his purchase, but you know. What do we got? Keel says Elon needs to, uh, needs to say F the money. He could take any of his private companies public and increase his net worth overnight. Someone has to say no to government. Yeah. SpaceX,
2: it's not public. There's a lot of money sitting right there. Yeah, but you know who's going for shares? the leftists, and then they go control it. They'll have a majority. Yeah, It depends on how many cells. We're not going to Mars.
3: We're going to Uranus. (laughs) (laughs) No,
4: Uranus.
1: Juiced Cyber newtype says, at this point, the best we can hope for is that Elon runs Twitter into the ground and it ceases to exist. Then a better alternative can rise up. Yeah, I mean, if tomorrow I woke up, like I said, it's a picture of Elon's face winking, being like, Twitter's gone. I'd be like, okay, well, I'm on Truth Social, I guess. Just go there. I mean, I just don't really care for Twitter. I, it was already run into the ground by the previous administration. Yeah. And I sat there and I talked with uh, Jack and Vijaya, and they're, they're psychotic. Jack, Jack Dorsey, I think, is actually one of the worst. People say like, you know, he, he was a figurehead. He didn't really have any power or authority. The dude had public persuasion. He could have said things and that would have been enough. But he didn't even do that. So sp- spare me. I don't believe he was trying to do anything, man. Okay, where are we at? Jason Lippert says, I think Elon's goal is to have Twitter follow the Overton window rather than pushing the Overton window. Maybe. Anthony Richardson says, Soon, MTG as House Speaker 2023. How do we make this happen? Convince a bunch of rhinos not to vote for Kevin McCarthy? Good luck. David Opera says, If you want to haggle with Elon over the price of Twitter Blue... Then $4.20 is your best bet. I canceled my Twitter blue today when I saw that Elon was consorting with new knowledge and these uh, grievance organizations. I was like, I signed up when they announced it because they said that it gives you access to all these different news organizations so you can read their stuff. And I was like, okay, so instead of giving the Washington Post 10 bucks a month and the Wall Street Journal as other organizations, I can just give one fee to Twitter and then read these articles. It never worked. It would be like free with or Blue and I'd click it and it just wouldn't work. And then I just never got around to getting rid of it. Then when I saw Elon was like, the, you know, I'm going to charge money and then go work with these grievance organizations. I was like, I'm out. You know, I'm more than willing to pay for Twitter at a moment's notice. The moment I see him restore the, these people, like you, you put back on Project Veritas, I'll sign right back up. How about that? I want to see some real actions to restore those who are falsely removed. And he's saying it's going to take a few weeks, and it's like, okay, well, you know, then in a few weeks, I'll sign back up for the time being. I ain't giving you any more money. Yeah. And it's, if, if, it's in, if it's in a couple of weeks, then they're not going to lose anything. How about that? But I don't think anyone should give Twitter money until Elon unbans the political prisoners. There's absolutely no reason to do it, not for a blue check or anything else. If he's not going to actually stand up for free speech, don't give a garbage platform free money. The left is mad because he's actually going to start. He's argued that. So they're saying they're not going to pay him because he wants free speech okay well you know pick where you're getting your money from powder pz says crowder got suspended from youtube for two weeks he hasn't been given a reason yet now he won't be able to live stream the election yo that's legit yeah. insane dude
4: i wonder if that's from the video we were watching earlier he had no. that doctor nope on. that was on
1: rumble oh yeah he's been interviewing now someone. that he's on rumble he can he can do, say whatever but yeah. they, they didn't give him a reason why they gave him a strike
4: check out crowder on rumble he's been yep. saying some interesting stuff yeah uncensored and he
1: deserves a reason you guys send him something I think, I think he needs to sue. Crowder, you should file a lawsuit immediately. I'm not even kidding. Um, we saw what happened with Alex Berenson. File a lawsuit if they're not giving you... A, well, I, I suppose the issue is if they don't give you a reason, that's their actual legal defense. It's when they give you a reason, you have you a have, uh, standing to sue because now they're in breach of contract if their reason is BS.
3: Yeah,
4: I don't think it's ethical
3: to ban anyone for any reason at any time. I just don't yeah, think... It's, it's like they're cool. trying to scare him by not telling him what he exactly did. Mm-hmm. So he, again, is, is just afraid to even talk.
1: Doug Blask says you're dropping on the same day as Tom McDonald. Bold move, Tim. Maybe not smart, but bold. Actually, it's ridiculously smart. Why? Why would it be a bad thing? It's like it's not. It's not like a song is a three-hour movie. We're both going to put out songs that are going to be, be between three and four minutes. Shout out to Tom McDonald. We'll we'll shout out his song, and uh, you can listen to both of them. Yeah, you can support both artists. Like vote with your dollar. Duh. Yeah, but we're also doing. Um, big marketing pushes and big traditional stuff. So actually, I think the song is going to do substantially better than the first song we put out. So we put out Only Ever Wanted, it was at the end of September. And this is like, it's an apolitical song. So we know that we're going to get a bunch of attention from the first song we put out. So we're going to put it out. It did really well. It charted on a bunch of different charts across the board on Billboard, hit number two in, in, in sales. And so uh, all really, really good now everyone knows that we do music the next one's got to be meaningful so we're putting out a political song right before the election and we're doing traditional marketing with it so i think it's going to do way better actually but we'll see gerald armstrong says lord miles you have competition now now since tim is a scottish lord that's right yeah i showed him right when he walked in that i'm a lord
2: it's very nice but my certificate's a little bit fancier plus is it on your bank card yet no, can I do that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You walk into the bank, you, uh, you pick the busiest hour, right? Because they won't care, you know, they're not paid enough. <laughs> <laughs> and you go with a nice suit, so you think, wow, you're wearing a suit, you can't be wrong. You know, just like every banker. And then uh, you just slide it across, say you bought some land in Scotland. They say, wow, so true. <laughs> and just put it on your credit file. Yeah? Yeah. I don't, I don't know how that works in the U.S., though. Is that, you're talking about U.S. or U.K.? I'm, U.K., but I think it's very similar. Plus it's worth a try and Think about it. I just um, bring in
4: the little plaque. It says proclamation, you're lord. Yeah, you can have yeah, mail exactly. start saying Lord Pool that arrives at the house. <laughs> yeah. Or the um, Lord. I, I've looked into it a little bit. I believe it's possible. I own land. Thank you, my lord. I'll you're, try. You're not my You lord. know, you're I, just I, my I gotta lord. be honest
1: though, I'm pretty sure I can pull up my app for my credit card right now and they let you put any name you want in. So this is City Card. When they announced they're doing the identity card or whatever it's called, where you can name yourself whatever you want and they'll give you the card. People put in racial slurs and it worked.
2: Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a few ideas back home. <laughs> Yikes, man.
1: Jason Van Cleave says, you save Virtue Signal, but what we have seen from Elon is an attempt to be as transparent as possible. I get it. I also think it's funny that they dropped the price from 20 bucks a month to 8 because he haggled with, uh, St- uh, who was it? Stephen, Stephen, King. Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen King. He was haggling with Stephen King on Twitter, and they dropped the price out. That's hilarious. Big ask. He did the big so, ask. Well, somebody, somebody commented. They said, in case you were wondering if Elon thought this through, he's currently haggling the price of Twitter blue with Stephen King on Twitter. And I'm like, that's actually really funny. <laughs> he didn't plan this one out. <laughs> All right. Agamemnon's Gym Bag says, Lord Miles, you absolute legend. Loved
2: watching you and Callum in Afghanistan. Where are you heading next? Oh, thank you. Well, I can't talk about where I'm going next because the country might not let me in. But on the side, there's an, relative. Uh, totally unrelated, there's an island called Snake Island in Brazil. So if you guys want to Google that and look into the, uh, look into it, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised.
4: You were there with Callum? So there's the two of you guys. I didn't know you were there with them. I watched the yeah, video. I, mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I invited him to Afghanistan as a joke. And he actually went through a it. And I thought, well, why not? Okay. That was powerful, man. That, that was, was good. Was, yeah.
4: Watching the Taliban people, the one spokesman from the Taliban, he was like, what do you think of Joe Biden? And the guy's like, we all love Joe Biden because he left us all this equipment that you see them driving. You yeah, know exactly.
2: I mean. No, when I went to the weapons market, one of my YouTube videos, I, I bought ex-US military gear and Whoa. just started shooting. it. I went shooting the Taliban. Um, you know the armored vehicles, the Humvees. Uh, in America, they cost around a million dollars to buy. Over there, fifteen thousand dollars. Wow! I saw fifty pieces <laughs> of night vision goggles. Uh, they retail here twenty twenty two thousand dollars. Over there, three hundred dollars a piece. Whoa! If I could, hey, we gotta go yeah. to Afghanistan. The issue is the uh, sanctions. Me can't get them out. I actually thought uh-huh. oh, I can I could take it through uh, the Horn of Africa, then go through this way. And then I realized I'll be thrown in a uh, you know a, a US black side for like fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they would just be like,
1: yeah, for those I, that are just listening, I'm holding out my hand. Give it back. Get out of here. Like, Dang. like
3: it's theirs. I would have I mean? been like, my tax dollars paid for this? <laughs> I'm getting it back at, at a lower cost.
4: But lower that's, price. I mean, that's evidence that the America $300, $20,000 night vision. Biden oh, yeah. ordered a surrender. Oh, the equipment has
2: now been goodness. sold on the black market. Oh, yeah, to China. And uh, I mean, if Joe Biden hit me up and goes, you know, can you get some of that stuff out? I could get a few units out. Guaranteed. He has to pay me a little bit. Yeah, why would they not just buy it back at that point? Yeah, exactly.
1: But Beaz- Beastly Devil says, Tim, I told you to watch Jordan Klepper's segment on visiting GOP rallies and spoke with Adam Kinzinger that claims if a civil war was to happen, it would be the right-wingers that would die, no question. Interesting, I'll have to check that out. Hmm. I don't think, uh, you know, we, we've talked about this quite a bit, with the right thinks they're going to win no matter what, I don't think that's necessarily true. People don't understand what, what exactly will, will go down in this in the Civil War, these generals were West Point graduates. They were United States generals and military men who then switched. So you'd have no idea what would happen. There could be some high ranking dude who goes, Well, my family, you know, is in California, so sorry guys, I'm out. And then you have no idea who you'll be fighting. Yep. James Eaton says, what's stopping Dems going nuclear on the way out way out? They are. I mean like, but what can they do? You know? Oh, here's this one's interesting. David C. Kronk, Senior, says, "According to the Brazilian Constitution, the military is the arbiter of election issues." Huh. Well, there you go. I guess. We'll see what happens, man. Chrome Gear IRL says, "Just saw a commercial of Kellogg's Frosted Flakes for dinner."
3: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's the right response there. Yeah, Yeah, you got.
1: You beat me to it. Frosted Flakes. What is it? Sugar-coated starch wads. Wow, I should feed this to my children. Oh <laughs> so gross. Yes.
4: frosted flakes for dinner.
1: Isn't it kind of weird that we pour milk over cereal grains and then eat them? Yeah, um, animal fat and sugar do not go well together. No. That's like a something weird I've thing. been learning. Yeah. One day I went downstairs and there was a carton of half and half just on the table, and I was like, "Half and half? What's going on?" Wait, what's half and, and, half, and half? Half and half is um, it's like milk liquids removed, so it's heavy. It's a mix of cream. Uh, what, what, how do you how do you describe it? It's half and half because it's like half cream, half milk, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's yeah. a yes. very heavy creamed milk or whatever. Just a dessert then, basically. It's what? Just a dessert? Not really. We use it for coffee. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, you know, normally people put milk in their cereal, and yeah. then I came down and it was half and half in a carton. And then Seamus walks over and pours the half-and-half into his bowl of cereal, and I was just like, dude, what are you doing? That's wild.
5: Yeah. I mean,
1: it's delicious. Yeah, for sure. Apparently, half-and-half in... in, uh...
4: No wonder he's all cracked out all the time. (laughs) What is it? In some cafes in Brussels, uh, half-and-half, Dutch for half-and-half is a mixture of white wine and champagne. Okay. depends on where you
1: are. I don't use half-and-half. I use heavy cream. We have excellent local farm organic heavy cream. It is so amazing. You put that in your coffee. That's what you're supposed to do. And you um,
4: whip it up. No, no, you whip boring. it up. It gets really. Do put it in. Put a little sugar on it, and then whip it up. Sugar, you, get out of here. Or I did coconut sugar. You can <laughs> do whatever, but I mean just a little. You don't so, actually you don't need to. And then you whip it up into thing. this
1: thick wad of cream. You guys don't have half and half.
2: No, no, we just have terrible food in England. Oh, <laughs> uh, Okay. So um, sometimes people just call it cream. Oh yeah. Okay. A coffee with
1: cream, and they'll bring out a little thing of half and half. Mm. And I, I remember I was in London, and I was at a uh, hotel. And I was at a re- I was, I was ordering breakfast, and I said, I'll have coffee with cream. And they went, with cream? And then I was like, yeah. And mm. she was like, um, oh okay. And then she looked confused and walked away, and I was like, huh? And then she came back with heavy whipping cream.
2: Oh, and it, oh yeah. I see. yeah yeah. Yeah, she was coming. like,
1: okay. And then I was like, that's awesome. All right, this was a long time ago. I, I didn't no- normally put heavy cream in my coffee. Now I do it regularly, every morning. That's what I have. Mm-hmm. I have Coffee, a co- nitro cold brew with heavy whipping cream, and then it takes me like five hours to drink that one cup because I drink it slowly, and then I have eggs and bacon for breakfast. So I whip the cream before I put the coffee in. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I, check
4: mm-hmm. it out. If you have one of those... Uh, do
5: you have a little whisker? do you have a little machine out? that you just It's like a vibrating,
1: uh,
4: you, it has a battery in it. Whee, oh, yeah, yeah. Wee- and it froths out. it.
5: Ooh, yeah. it's so thick and Sometimes
1: big. I'll put it in the blender with ice, and then it makes oh, it yeah, like yeah. almost like a milkshake. Yeah, it's good. Super awesome. Yeah. All right. Gamer Max says Schumer is running in New York and up 12 right now. I think Washington and Colorado are more likely wildcards. Just go vote. Go vote, you If every single Republican in New York voted, it would be a Republican state, hands down. But too many people sure. are like, I can't win, so I'm not going to do it. Don't get complacent, Chat. Yeah, you just got to go and vote. Just go, go vote. do it. Just go do it. Li- uh, let's, uh, let's grab one more. Eddie F says, Luke, can you please make a get hammered shirt? That's a,
3: that's a that's a little bit over the target there uh that's a little bit too spicy and I, I i would feel bad making money off of someone getting really severely hurt so i would rather not do that but um i i appreciate the idea
1: all right everybody if you haven't already would you kindly smash that like button subscribe to this channel and share the show with your friends head over to losingmymind.net. dot net And you can pre-save the new song, Genocide, Losing My Mind. And you'll notice the graphic kind of explains what the video is going to be about. So it's going to be really great when we drop this video on Friday and the song comes out. I think you guys will get a kick out of of it. It's overtly political. And uh, we're going to have some uh, legally distinct from guests (laughs) appearing in the video. That's going to be really, really fun. So head over to TimCast.com. Become a member. We're going to have a members-only show coming up for you in a little bit. And uh, follow the show at TimCast.IRL. You can follow me at TimCast. Lord Miles, do you want to shout anything out?
2: Yeah, just follow me on Twitter. Just search Lord Miles if Twitter's still around in a few weeks. And go and follow. I'm going on a good adventure, so I think you guys might enjoy. Right on. Could you tell me privately your, your next adventure?
3: Not I'll, now, but, but like
2: after oh yeah. the show. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'll tell you privately. I've got some ideas. I think, uh, I think you'll be a little concerned. But if, you'll, if
3: you'll have me, I'll join. Maybe.
2: You might need life insurance, man.
3: (laughs) That's fine. I already dealt with that stuff. My website is uh, LukeUncensored.com. I did a really interesting not safe for work video today on that uh, platform. Uh, I'm doing an AMA on there very soon as well. And I'm very happy I have it because, again, what's happening with Twitter is concerning. But no matter what, having your own platform, having your own system, having everything in your controls is important. And that's what I have. And that's what I'm building on LukeUncensored.com. See you there.
4: Well, everyone, I uh, will be seeing you later. Ian Crossland, follow me at iancrossland.net. Pick up my book, Writing in the Dark. If you don't have a copy yet, you can get it on Amazon and other places where books are sold. And also, I'll be streaming on Twitch from day to day. Uh, we'll figure out the schedule as it goes. Follow me on Twitter to find out when I go live, like I did earlier today. Miles, your work is really impressive. You're really impressive, man. It's really cool thank stuff. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, ball- a lot re- ballsy stuff. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Uh, I want to remind you do not put your faith in another human to get you by in this life. Do not wait for a superhero to come and save you. It's not Elon. It's not me. It's not Tim. It's nobody. It is you. It might you be are Luke. Of you. It no. might be Luke, though. No, no, no. I don't, know that. I don't <laughs> want Luke that. Luke might actually no, know no, the no, force. No. no, no, no. I think he's actually a Jedi. It's not just a coincidence. We're in a simulation. Uh, take care of yourself. Do your best. And um, build your own network. Just just kidding. But do it, dude. Yeah. Just spin up your own social network while we're at it. Then we can federate. All right.
5: Hey, guys, I'll be in the comments tonight. And uh, my name's is Serge.com. See you guys next time.
1: We will see all of you over at TimCast.com for the members only segment. Thanks for hanging out. Cheers.